Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. All-Star game is tomorrow in Clorinda, but we've got one more game here to play tonight before seven or eight renegades travel their way to Iowa to partake in the Midsummer Classic. Welcome in, everyone. I'm Ben Schmidt, bringing you tonight's coverage of Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks so much for everyone who is tuning in and is ready to get going between the Renegades and the Queen City Crush. Tried a couple times to get an exhibition game like this in this season, and both times rain has got in the way, but there is not a rain cloud in sight tonight here at Vivian Field and should be a good one between these two squads. Doesn't count in the record, but a good chance to have some fun. We're even going to have 10 hitters in the lineup for Queen City, so give you a little bit of taste of how these exhibition games go. Uh, they're, they're serious, but uh, some, some new stuff is going to be added. You'll see some Renegades playing some new positions tonight as well that we haven't seen all season long. But the Renegades have started to turn things around a little bit lately, especially this week when they have played now four straight days at home heading into tomorrow's All-Star game. They had lost six, five or six in a row up until that point, but then really turned things around on Wednesday when they swept Nevada in a doubleheader, then run-ruled St. Joe on Thursday night 13-3, to and then split the doubleheader with the Des Moines Peak prospects yesterday. Uh, let's talk about that last game, a final score of 4-1. to one. All-Star game is at 7 p.m. Yep, 
All-Star game at 7 p.m. tomorrow. But for last night's game with the Des Moines Peak prospects, the most important one that we need to talk about for the Renegades was the nightcap where the Renegades took it 4-1 to one on the back of Carter Goring. He was outstanding. He racked up double-digit strikeouts and went the full seven innings, gave the Renegades a complete game, and kept the Des Moines Peak prospects to just one run. And overall in the day, Renegades pitching held Des Moines to just three runs total. So it was a six successful day on the mound for everyone involved as Boyer got the start in game one and then Gorling got the start in game two. Renegades only had to use one bullpen arm in the 14 innings so I'm sure that was something that the coaches liked to see but outside of that the Renegades were blanked on game one but good for them to come back and turn it around in game two. Let's give you a couple stats haven't been able to update on these in a while but as we head into the All-Star game leading the Renegades at, at the top of the hitting statistics Jack Manischek ladies and gentlemen hitting 338 on the season he's got 24 hits and 71 at bats to go with five doubles and a triple so he has been one of the most uh, especially in the middle of the lineup, most deafening forces for the Renegades as they currently sit at 13 and 16. They're 8 and 10 at home. This is now the 19th home game that the Renegades are playing here at Vivian Field. Although this one will not count in the record books. And then they are 5 and 6 on the road. We'll next see them take the road next Wednesday for doubleheader in Nevada. Some other stats for you for the Renegades. Some pitching stats. Tanner Schmitz leads all relievers with a 1.13 RA and 13 appearances. He's far and away been the most used Renegades pitcher, and he has been up to the task. And Carter Goring, after his complete game last night, drops his ERA to 3.96. He's made three starts, eight appearances total. And then Braden Boyer, who got the start in game one, dropped his ERA down to 3.27 after he went six innings, allowing two runs. A couple other innings statistics. Uh, not in the lineup tonight, but a present force in the leadoff spot for most of the season. Adonis Forte sits at 281, 18 hits in 64 at-bats. Taylor Hopkins, he's been hot lately, and we got it done a couple times on base last night. Again, from the bottom of the lineup, he's now hitting 278, 15 hits in 54 at-bats. He has been a very pleasant surprise of late. It all kind of started with that walk-off hit he had a couple weeks ago, and he has really turned it on since. Umpires and coaches are currently meeting at home plate we're just a few minutes away we're going to be honoring some parents here tonight it is family weekend after all got the chance to do that before the second game last night and then now once again here tonight at vivian field they're taking the field on the third base side in front of the renegades dugout as i speak so that'll be fun for all the fans and attendants to witness it's pretty sunny here but we do have at least some clouds of coverage no rain in, in sight but uh, at least at least there's a, a, a very light breeze not as hot as we had a couple nights earlier in the week I'll get you the lineups for this game in just a moment once again the 13 and 16 Renegades facing the Queen City Crush exhibition team travel down here to play this game this afternoon Renegades have tried a couple times to get an exhibition game like this both times against the JC Legends I actually just won against the JC Legends the other one was I believe just an online game regardless both of those got rained out and then this is the first time that the Renegades have been able to actually get one of these in they'll play another one on Monday as well as that game from a couple weeks ago against the JC Legends is being made up so after the All-Star game tomorrow coming out to the ballpark on Monday and take that one in because next week it's going to be most time on the road for the Renegades they have Nevada a doubleheader on Wednesday they do re return home to face Chuakalti on Thursday but then three straight road games and five out of six, they'll be taking the Doc and Norm direct bus to get to Sedalia, St. Joe, Joplin, then Nevada and Sedalia once again. So Blake and I will have the call for all of those, both home and away. 
introductions now going on here at the field. We are just a few minutes away from baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks so much for everyone who is tuning in. If you're not here at the ballpark, come on out and see us. We've only got about two weeks left of baseball on the season, and the Renegades are right in the thick of things for a playoff spot. So the way it works is the Renegades in the South Division with the four teams, three out of four make it. The second and third place teams will face each other in the wild card round, the second place team, the hosting site for that. And then the winner will move on to face the division champion in the division playoffs. Those two games, the wild card and the division championship, taking place on the 25th and 26th. And then the league championship, a three-game series on the 28th, 29th, and 30th. So Renegades currently sit at third place behind Joplin and Sedalia. But if the season ended today, they'd be playing a one-game wild card, wild card spot. Would not be here at Vivian Field. But if they can move up just a few more games, they could potentially host a wild card round, a wild card round, or just take the division all together and get a bye, and then face the winner of the wild card playoffs. About two weeks left to try and figure out who that will be. So we're just a few minutes now until first pitch. I'm going to go ahead and give you the starting lineups tonight. First, let's start with the visiting Queen City Crush. They're going to go with 10 guys in the lineup tonight. An extra hitter, something we've not seen all season. Isaac Miller leads things off. He's in left field tonight for the Crush. Tanner Lemley bats second and plays center. Alec Bolt is the first baseman and hits third tonight. Nathan Weatherly in the cleanup spot. He's going to catch tonight for the Crush. Trey Mulholland is the pitcher and the DH, so he'll not only take them out here in just a few minutes, but also play in the DH spot. We did see something similar like that a couple weeks ago when Ty Wolmsmeyer did the same thing for the Renegades, but Mulholland does it tonight, hitting fifth for the Crush. Brock Wonland plays third base and hits sixth, followed by Gabe Falcone, the shortstop, hitting seventh. Aaron Fisher is in right field. He's number eight hitter tonight. Jaden Tarbett is the extra hitter, so he will not play a position basically as second DH tonight. He's hitting ninth. And then Ryan Shoulders hits second base and bats tenth tonight. That's the crush lineup one more time for him. Miller, Lumley, Bolts, Weatherly, Mulholland, Wenlet, Falcone, Fisher, Tarbett, and Shoulders. Once again, they're going against, or they're going with ten hitters in the lineup tonight. Exhibition games, you could do fun stuff like that. Renegades currently being announced here at Vivian Field. Each member of the Renegades being accompanied out by a Little Leaguer, so that's a cool sight to see. You can see one jogging out there with Ross Lovich. Ross kind of pointing him in the right direction. That was a fun sight. Just gave him a fist bump out there. Let's get you that Renegades lineup. Cole Wagner leads off and plays center field. Andrew Rimgarten, the number two hitter, is at shortstop tonight, followed by Ross Lovich. He's in the three hole and playing right field tonight for the Renegades. Carter Goring, last night's star starting pitcher, is in the lineup tonight as of the H. He bats cleanup, followed by Colby Otts making the start in left field tonight. We've seen him often in the middle infield spots at shortstop at second base, but he's going to make the turn to a corner outfield spot. Should be fun to see how he handles that. He's been a great club all season. He hits fifth. Colin Shreves just named to the all-star roster today, so congratulations to him. He'll be making the trip to Clorinda tomorrow. He's at third base hitting sixth tonight, followed by Joe Herschler behind the dish in the number seven spot tonight. Eva Maslowski gets the turn at first base. He hits eighth, and Ian Nolf played first base last night, shifts to second. Also believe that's the first time we've seen him there all season. He hits ninth, and like I said, in the second base spot tonight. And then taking the mound for the Renegades, looking to follow some stellar starting pitching that the Renegades got yesterday. It'll be Grayson Ironman. We've seen him in a relief role, but he gets the turn on the bump tonight. He will start for the Renegades, jogging out to the mound here in just a moment, getting ready to throw some warm-up pitches. So there's your Renegades starting lineup. Once again, Wagner and Gartenlovich, Gorling, Atreves, Herschler, Maslowski, Nolf with Ironman on the bump. So we've got an Ironman versus Mulholland matchup tonight. Should be a good one and a whole lot of fun as the Renegades look to take advantage of this exhibition matchup to try some new things out. And we'll see who comes out victorious before the All-Star game tomorrow 
and Clorinda. Make sure to tune into that. We won't have the broadcast for you, but Mink League sites, I believe, will be posting at least some way to either listen or watch that game. Not only the game, but the home run derby that Luke Fuller will be participating in for the Renegades. He is their participant that will take place in that. Game is at 7 p.m. Home run derby, I believe, is just before that. So it should be a fun day of festivities down there in the cornfields in Clorinda. If you're a Renegades fan, Renegades sent a whole lot of representatives to so make sure to tune into that tomorrow. Looks like we just finished up the lineup introductions here at the stadium, and we're doing family introductions for the parents of all the players. Some Renegades, I believe most of the ones that are in the starting lineup aren't being accompanied right now. Ones that are out being accompanied on the third base side are ones not in the lineup tonight as everyone else is out of their positions in the field. So while they do that and finish that up, we're going to take a quick break. Back in just a moment, it's time for Renegades Baseball against the Queen, Cru Queen City Crush on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about River Oak Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. 
just about ready to go for some baseball here at Vivian Field between the Crush and the Renegades. Once again, thank you so much for everyone tuning in tonight. I'm Ben Schmidt coming to you live from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Should be a good one between the Renegades and the Crush. Just a few minutes from getting underway. Blake, not on the mic tonight, or he is on a mic, just not the mic here on the air. He's on the PA mic here at the stadium getting fans riled up as we're just about ready to go. So Blake will be in charge of doing the games all night long as he does for a lot of our weekend games. And that's why I get the chance to talk to you guys on the air here tonight. So taking the mound, getting ready to throw some warm-up pitches is Grayson Ironman. Looks to be just a few away from getting ready to get things going. He'll face this top part of the crush lineup in Miller, Lumley, and Bolt. One, two, three to get things going. Looks like we're about one more warm-up hitch away, and then it'll be time for some baseball. Renegades and Crush last game before the All-Star break. I guess it's not even really a break. It's just a one-day off, but they do have two days off out of three. The rain date on Monday is being used to make up the game against the JC Legends, but otherwise tomorrow the All-Star game and Tuesday an off day before a long road to finish off the season. Renegades come back on Wednesday the 13th and then play every single day until the 23rd. And then, depending on whether or not they use the rain date on the 24th, that would be off before the playoffs get underway. Hopefully the Renegades are participants in those playoffs. Right now they would if the season ended today, but the Nevada Griffins, not far behind them, but you can look on the bright side. Renegades not that far out of first place in the South Division. They're in third at trailing Joplin and Sedalia in about two weeks to make up some ground. They've got time, but nice to get it going starting on Wednesday in Nevada. Those will be two big games because that's the team at showing the Renegades still play Nevada four more times, twice on next Wednesday, and then one more home and one more away on the 18th and 19th. Those will be very big games depending on how the standings shake out. So it looks like we're ready to go. Ironman's done throwing the warm-up pitches, and it's time for baseball here in Jefferson City. Ironman on the mound, facing the righty leadoff hitter. He goes into the windup, and his first pitch is fired in there. A call strike fastball down the middle, and he's off and running with strike one to Isaac Miller. Just joining us this game, an exhibition between the Crush and the Renegades. Oh, and pitch coming from Ironman skips in there. Herschel unable to backhand it, but doesn't matter with no one on. So one ball and a strike now to Miller. Crush will have ten men in the lineup coming to the plate. They're going with... Not only the DH, but the extra hitter. They have their extra hitter tonight, batting ninth. 1-1 pitch coming. is swung on and missed. Went chasing down low and coming up empty was Miller. So now one ball and two strikes to the leadoff hitter for the crush. Ironman looking to get things going on the right note for the Renegades. Ironman pitching out of the windup, holds the glove over his face while he waits for the sign, and now will deliver the one-two. This one lined to left, and that is going to get down in front of Ott. That's a leadoff single, and going down to get that one and lining it out to the left side was Miller. Nice piece of hitting there, and he's on first to get things going tonight against Ironman. That was a good piece of hitting as that ball was down and away, and Miller went down to get it and hooked it into left field. No shot for Ott to make a play on that one. And easily into first base with a leadoff single is Miller. And now Tanner Lumley, the center fielder, will step in. Already a base runner. They do have Maslowski holding on Miller at first base. So a pretty big hole on the right side. Renegades wearing white on white tonight. They wore the yellow alternates last night. Tonight they go back to just the plain white. Runner going first pitch is high a ball. Herschler still to second on a hop is going to be late as Miller got in there pretty easily on a slide. And he has stolen second. And also a ball to Lumley. So now a runner in scoring position with nobody out for the crush. 
Miller got a good jump, and it was a pretty good one-hop throw from Herschler. Maybe tailed a little bit left to the second base bag. Regardless, I don't think a perfect throw was getting Miller there as he was in sliding pretty easily. So now he's at second, a pretty big lead. He's dancing off the bag out there. Wouldn't be shocked to see him try and swipe third. 1-0 pitch is in there. A called strike at the knees. Now even at a ball and a strike to Lumley. Miller's single to get this game underway. Just started in the top of the first inning. Grayson Ironman on the mound already having to pitch in a little bit of a jam after the single and the stolen base by Miller. Checks the runner at second. Now looks back towards the plate. 1-1 pitch is hit in the air out to left center and hit pretty well. That ball is going to split the gap and go all the way to the wall. Rounding third and scoring easily will be Miller. Lumley on his way to second. He's in standing as back-to-back -back hits have this thing going and a 1-0 lead for the crush on an RBI double by Tanner Lumley. He smoked that ball to the left center field gap. Neither Ott or Wagner was going to have a play on that one. And by the time that thing came up against the wall, Miller was already around third base and on his way in for the score. It's now one nothing crush. So Ironman will once again have to pitch with the runner in scoring position as he was just a moment ago with Miller out there. Now trading places, Lumney, Lumley, pardon me, will be at second with Miller in to score. So one nothing now, two batters into the ball game. And Ironman's going to have to go to work now against Alec Bolt. First pitch to him is on the outside corner. That's strike one called. And now 0-1-1 to the first baseman, a number three hitter for the crush. Just the third batter of the ball game, one nothing, nobody out, and a runner on second in the top of the first inning. Nathan Weatherly, the catcher, waits on deck. Bolt rocking the no batting gloves to go with his wooden bat that he rests on the right shoulder. This one snaps in there. That's a called strike. Just dropped off the table on into the strike zone. And now no balls and two strikes on Bolt. Ironman looking for a big out. Number one would be even bigger if he can get it without allowing Lumley to move up, Lumley to move up to third base with less than two outs. Check of the runner. Here comes the 0-2 from Ironman. It's just going to be fouled off to the left side as it was in the dirt, but going down to get it was Bolt, and he stays alive. Ironman, this will be appearance number six for him on the season. He currently sports a 12-2-7 ERA and 7.1 innings pitched. Opponents hitting 290 after him, and that number going up just a couple of batters into this one as he is allowed a single and a double. But a strike away from recording his first out of the ball game. Here comes the 0-2 pitch to Bolt. It is fouled off again. And back-to-back -back fouls keep this an 0-2 count to the number three hitter for the crush. So falling behind 0-2 was Bolt, but he has since fouled off back-to-back -back pitches. And he still gets a shot here at the very least to move the runner up to third base in Lumley, who's at second, drove in the first run. Ironman checks him twice, and now will deliver the 0-2. This one just below the knees. Didn't miss by a whole lot. Looked to be low, but it was a close one. Herschel tried his best to bring it back up into the strike zone. Did not get the call. So now bring it to one and two. Ironman still ahead. Still could put him away for out number one. Bolt back in there. Waves the bat a couple times. Now rested on the shoulder. Here's the one-two. This one grounded weakly again, and that's going to get foul again. And Bolt just continuing to battle. Will not go down easy. And will once again see another two-strike pitch. I believe this is now the fourth or fifth that he has seen in a two-strike count after the one ball and the numerous fouls. Neither, None of the fouls really have been hit hard, just weak ground balls that dribbled off to the left and right sides. 
Looking to put him away once again. Here comes Ironman's 1-2 pitch. It swung on a miss as he blew the heat by him. Finally puts away Bolt. And that's a big out number one for Ironman as he gets Bolt to go down swinging. Lumley stays out at second base now with one out here into the first. So Ironman, despite giving up the two hits, records his first strikeout of the game. And now a shot to retire Weatherly and really give himself a chance to get out of this first. Only one run allowed. Weatherly the catcher bats from the right side. Got him batting clean up tonight. We'll see him behind the dish in just a few moments when Mulholland takes the mound for the crush and the Renegades come to the plate in the bottom of the first inning. Ironman checks Nolf, who shades towards the second base bag. Now first pitch is fouled off to Weatherly, so he's behind now. No balls and a strike. Emily dancing off the bag at second a little bit, not drawing a ton of attention. Nolf before... Ironman even steps on the mound, basically a step or two away from the bag, but right before Ironman pitches, moves back a little closer to the normal second base position. Ironman staring back at the runner, now turns and delivers the pitch. 0-1, Ben's out of there, runner's going to go to third, the throw is one hopped, and that's going to get into left field, and that's going to allow Lumley to come home and score. Looked like they may have had a chance at Lumley if Herschel could have thrown a strike down to third, but... Not only was it short hops, but it got past the glove of Shreves, and that's into left field, and it's now 2-0 in favor of the crush. That'll go down to the stolen base and a throwing error, and that'll make it 2 to nothing. Pitch was also a ball, so now it's one ball and one strike on Weatherly. Ironman with no one on, now back into the windup. This pitch bends out of the zone, so now two balls and a strike. So first two hitters in this crush lineup now into score in Miller and Lumley. Bolt was struck out, and that's where we currently stand in the top of the first inning. 2-1 pitch coming to Weatherly. Ironman's delivery doesn't even make it to home plate. Skips in there and goes to the backs up. So now it's three balls and a strike on Weatherly. Ironman struggling with the command here. Four batters into this one. Ironman almost immediately had to go into the, go into the stretch with runners on base. Now back into the lineup with nobody on, but two runs already in. And here is the 3-1 to Weatherly. This one in the air to center, hit pretty well to center. Wagner going back, now turns the body at the wall, and that ball is off the wall for extra bases. Wagner on a hop, plays it and gets it back in, but in standing at second base is Weatherly, and the Crush are crushing the baseball here, four batters into this one. That's the second extra base hit, and a ball that got over the head of Wagner and off the wall. And another runner in scoring position for the crush there. Knocking the cover off the baseball. Just a couple hitters into this one as Weatherly will now stand at second base. So Trey Mulholland has already been gifted two runs of support. He's the starting pitcher tonight and can help himself out if he were to drive in Weatherly. He was out at second base. Mulholland the pitcher slash DH tonight just like we saw Ty Wilsmeyer do about two weeks ago for this Renegade squad. Time, I believe, was called. Yep, it was, as Ironman was staring down the runner, Weatherly at second base, and Mulholland called time, so we'll have to wait for the first pitch of this at bat. Brock Wendelant, Wendelant waits on deck. We'll hit unless Renegades find a way to put together a double play here with one out, 2 nothing ball game. And here comes the first pitch to Mulholland. This one skips in there off the chest protector of Herschler, but the runner Weatherly is going to stay put at second base. But now one ball and no strikes on Mulholland. Ironman has not had the best stuff here. Four batters into this one. Did get the strike out of Alec Bolt. 
but has allowed three hits already and trails two to nothing. Here comes the 1-0 pitch. This one bends in there. Low again and a good block by Herschel behind the plate. But now two balls and no strikes on Mulholland. Renegades play the defense pretty much straight up. Shreves and Ingarden on the left side. And then Nolf and Meslowski on the right side. They have Nolf pulled a little bit closer towards the bag at second base. But outside of that, everyone else playing in pretty normal spots. Weatherly is at second. Just hit one off the wall for extra bases. This one pumped in there a strike. And now 2-1 and one on Mulholland. Grayson Ironman, we've seen him in a relief, relief role in multiple appearances this season, getting the start tonight in this exhibition matchup and looks to retire his second out of the first. 2-1 pitch is low and outside, and that runs it to three balls and a strike on Trey Mulholland, the pitcher, and DH tonight for Queen City. Just about 10 or 15 minutes into this one at Vivian Field here in Jefferson City. Renegades haven't even came to the plate yet. It's a 2-0 crushed lead. 3-1 pitch is a called strike as Muhammad was already out of the batter's box on his way to first. When the umpire raised the right arm, called that one on the outside corner, and that runs things full and a chance for Ironman to get out number two if he can fire one more strike in there against Mulholland. Ironman dangles the right arm about knee level and now brings it up into the glove once he's got the sign from Herschler. Checks the runner and the 3-2 pitch. This one is low. Not debatable call there. And that will allow a walk. First walk issued by Ironman. But the fourth base runner here in the first inning. Now first and second with one out is going to lead to a visit at the mound. Along with that, head coach Mike Demula is out and walking down towards the dugout. Maybe speaking to see who they would potentially warm up in the bullpen. He's heading down there. While that happens, meeting on the mound with pitching coach catcher Joe Hersler and starting pitcher Grayson Ironman. This inning has gone single, double strikeout, double walk and has brought in two runs before the Renegades have even gotten a chance to come to the plate. Renegades stand at 13-16, and 16, split the doubleheader yesterday with Des Moines, had three straight wins before that, so their winners are four out of their last five. Their next two games will not count in the record book before they Really have to turn it on for about the last week and a half. They have one more doubleheader on the schedule. Everything else, just just one game, all starting at 7 p.m., both home and away. After tonight, Renegades only have four more home games, so don't miss one of those last few chances to come out and see us here at Vivian Field. First pitch hit in the air, out to shallow center. It's actually going to stay on the infield. Nolf outs just a few steps into the grass, makes the catch, and that's a big out, number two as Winlant swings at the first pitch and is retired via pop-up and a big out for Ironman. Nolf just a few steps into the outfield grass, out behind second base, made the catch, and Winlant is retired. So now we up to Gabe Falcone to keep this top of the first inning going for the crush, the seventh hitter in this order, and steps in with two on and two out runners at first and second base. Ironman sets at the bump. Runners have decent leads, especially at first base. Muholland's pretty far off the bag. This one snaps in there. Broke off the off speed to get the called strike. And now it's no balls and one strike to Gabe Falcone. Starts at shortstop tonight. Aaron Fisher waits on deck if this inning were to continue. And if it does, would mean either base is loaded or another run scoring for the crush. A one pitch to Falcone is just slowing off the outside corners. Now even at a ball and a strike. Ironman giving up three hits, a walk, and recorded two outs so far in this top of the first inning. Although did rebound nicely after the mound visit just a moment ago. Got the pop out of one lit. Another 1-1 one, one pitch. 
This one hit in the air to left. Going after it is Ott. Now camps under it, shading towards the line and makes the catch head high for out number three. And the top of the first is come to an end. So the crush put up two Renegades. We'll see what they've got on the offensive side. We head to the bottom of the first. Two nothing crush lead on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. coming to the plate in the bottom of the first inning already trailing as the Queen City Crush put up two runs in the first inning thanks to an RBI double that was laced down the left field line that was down by Tanner Lumley actually not the left field line that one was laced into the left center field gap and then coming in to score on a double off the wall that led to two Queen City Crush runs and that's where we currently stand with the Renegades coming to the dish and it'll be someone we saw hit lessening for the crush taking the mound for Queen City. It is Trey Mulholland who hit and walked in the first inning and now gets the chance to start on the mound for Queen City. We'll see what he's got as he fires in his last warm-up pitch to Weatherly behind the dish. Throw down to second base is a good one, although it doesn't count because it's just warm-up pitches. So hopefully if one happens in a real situation, it's airmailed into center field for the Renegades' sake. But regardless, it's time for the Renegades to get things going. They're going to need some runs more than the four that they put up in 14 innings yesterday, most likely. They've already down two to nothing, and we've still got eight more innings to play after this. And it all gets started with Cole Wagner. I think I'm ready to don him the walk king at this point. It seems just about every time he steps up, usually in the leadoff spot or number two spot for the Renegades, he is not swinging at anything that's not a uh, perfect strike. First pitch misses low. No surprise there. So 1-0 to Cole Wagner. Imgarden and Lovich wait on deck and in the hole. I'll be due up this inning for the Renegades. Hopefully more if they can put some base runners on. 1-0 pitch coming to Wagner. Also misses low. Doesn't even flinch at that one. So now two balls and no strikes. Around the infield we've got Bolt, Shoulders, Falcone, and Wenland. That's from right to left from first to third. 
2 0 pitch coming to Wagner is outside. Nowhere close. Now three balls and no strikes. No surprise, ladies and gentlemen. Cole Wagner is ahead in the count and would not expect a swing here 3 0 unless it is just a perfect pitch. Buhalan looks in for the sign. Now goes into his windup. 3 0 pitch is in there. A called strike on the outer part of the plate, but a strike nonetheless. Wagner, no intention of swinging at that one, and now it is a three ball, one strike count. Here it comes to Wagner. This one also in there called strike, and Mulholland has bounced back to throw back-to-back -back strikes and run it to a full count. He's already ready to go before Wagner steps back in and never even left the mound. Now goes into the windup. 3-2 pitch is up and away. Couldn't find the handle on the off-speed, and Wagner has walked to get this game going. Won't expect anything else. And now a base runner for the Renegades with no one out here in the top of the first. Renegades will go with three straight left-handed hitters at the top of the lineup facing the righty and Mulholland. That's Wagner and Garden and Lovich all who hit from the left side. Then they'll go righty all the way down the rest of the lineup. But before we get to that point, number two hitter Andrew Imgarden just joined the team a little over a week ago. Steps in, already a chance to hit with a runner on base. That's Wagner at first. He's got a pretty decent lead as he's held on by Bolt. We'll see if they put him in motion, first pitch to Imgarn is grounded to first. Down to a knee to get it is the first baseman. Bolt skips the throw to second, but fielded on a hop nicely by Falcone in order to get the force out. That was a nice play as Bolt barely got that ball two-thirds of the way to second base. But playing it on a hop to get the fielder's choice out was Falcone. And although Imgarn reaches, one out recorded for the crush. Probably we're never going to turn two there, even with a good throw made by Bolt at first base. But regardless, could have led to an error and two runners on, if not for the perfect pick by Falcone. So they get Wagner at second, now Imgarden on at first. They trade spots, and Ross Lovich steps in with one out and one on. First pitch to him. This hit to deep left center field. Both outfielders after it, but no one going to catch it. And that's up against the wall for extra bases. Imgarden on his way to third. They're going to wave him around. Lovich to second. The throw gets away. Imgarden standing, and that's an RBI double for Ross Lovich. No doubt about that one when it left the bat where it was headed. And it's now 2-1 for the crush as Ross Lovich shows the opposite field power to drive in a run. Even before the throwing error, they were waving around Imgarden to score. I think he would have made it regardless, but throwing error left him to be in there easily standing. And Lovich now at second base with one out. Tying run out there already as the Renegades have already got the bats working. So Carter going the star of last night's game on the mound. First pitch to him is outside, blocked nicely behind the plate by Weatherly. So now one ball and no strikes on Gorling. Emgarten in to score. Lovich now at second base, and a hit likely ties this ball game here in the bottom of the first inning. It's Trey Mulholland in the crush. 1-0 pitch coming to Gorling is just on the outside corner now. A ball and a strike. Gorling bats clean up in DHs tonight. I said took the mound last night, went the full seven, and struck out double digits. Struck out 12 in his complete game one-run performance, his third start of the season. 1-1 one, one pitch coming to him, is hit in the air on the infield, popped up, bolt off his first base position, makes the catch as Lovich stays put at second base, and that's a pop-out for out number two. So going on, unable to move Lovich over or bring him in. So it'll be up to Colby Odd if the Renegades want to at the very least tie this game up in the first inning. Odd getting a chance to play left field tonight. He made a couple of great plays on defense last night and now they're going to give him a shot to play corner outfield spot. Don't know if that's something that he's done in school but the first time certainly that he's done it this summer. 
I'd have to see if he's ever played outfield at Jefferson College, but getting the chance here to do it tonight. Well, Holland checks the runner, Lovich at second. First pitch to Ott is low and outside, just off the corner. So now one ball on no strikes. Recent all-star selection, Colin Shreves waits on deck. He'll be heading to Clorinda tomorrow. And maybe a chance to hit here if Odd can continue this bottom of the first inning. 1-0 pitch to him is up and in. Odd having to bend out of the way of that one. Did not hit him, but it's a ball. So now two balls, no strikes on Colby Ott, number five hitter. This inning's gone walk. Fielder's choice, RBI double by Lovich, and then pop out by Goring, and that makes it a 2-1 ball game. 2-1 in favor of the crush. 2-0 coming to Ott is hit in the air out to right. Right fielder Fisher only had to move a couple steps back. Camps under it and makes the catch for out number three to end the inning. But the Renegades have cut the lead in half thanks to Ross Lovich in the opposite field power. Splits the gap in left center and off the wall makes it a 2-1 ball game. We'll head to the top of the second inning. Renegade trail by one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place join us in celebrating eddie goodell's historic major league appearance as a member of the st louis browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from one to 100, or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. Renegades fresh off of scoring one run in the bottom of the first inning. Now we'll take the mound and the field. Looking to keep this at just a one-run deficit. They trail 2-1 to one, thanks to an RBI double by Tanner Lumley in the first. And then Lumley then stole third and scored on a throwing error to make it 2 to nothing. Weatherly also had a double in that inning, but only one RBI due to the throwing error by the Renegades. So that's how they scored their two runs. Ross Lovich drove in Andrew Imgarn all the way from first to make it 2-1. to one. First pitch delivered from Ironman to Aaron Fisher is in there called strike. Now 0-1 on the right fielder for Queen City. I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. I'm Ben Schmitz bringing you tonight's exclusive Renegades coverage from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth as the 0-1 is snapped in there. A beautiful off-speed pitch makes it 0-2. When well, I remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. As Ironman is ahead, no balls and two strikes on Fisher. We're going to put him away for out number one in the second. 
and time is going to be called. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. 0-2 pitch from Ironman is going to be up and in. That's called a ball, so 1-2 and two now on Fisher. To book your spot for your next adventure, call Doc and Norm at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Ironman looking to retire the bottom part of this order, 8, 9, and 10. And, yes, you heard that correctly. There will be 10 hitters for the Renegades. Excuse me, not the Renegades, for the Crush. They're going with the extra hitter, basically two DHs in the lineup for this exhibition matchup. Time was called. So now back on the bump is Ironman. We'll do the one ball, two strike pitch to Fisher. It is low and inside, bounces in there, and that runs it even to two balls and two strikes. Just about 30 minutes into this one was a slow-moving first inning because both teams put multiple runners on base. Renegades had three different reach, although one of them came on a fielder's choice, so I don't... That doesn't really count, but regardless, they scored a run. Crush sent seven batters to the plate, scored two, and had another two reach. So it was a long first... believe Aaron Fisher ended up being walked on that play. I guess I was reading the scoreboard wrong because I didn't thought it was still 2-2. Two two. And now the pickoff throw goes awry at first base. That's into right center field. Fisher's going to make the turn and try and go all the way to third. And on the errant pickoff throw, he is in there with a head first dive. Throw now gets away again. Fisher's going to come home. And without even having to do a whole lot on two pickoff throws that go wide, Aaron Fisher comes all the way around from first base. And the Crush take that run right back and make it 3-1. to one. And it's back-to-back -back throwing errors by the Renegades. And Fisher comes all the way around to score. So Fisher reached on a walk, made his way from first to third on the first throwing error, and then came in to score on a second throwing error. First by the pitcher Iman, and second by the first baseman Maslowski. Not a great showing there of defense. So now it's 3-1. to one, Nobody out in this top of the second inning. Jaden Tolbert excuse me, Tarbit, is in. First pitch to him, missed for a ball, so 1-0. Crush have now scored two in the first, one in the second. Renegades put up one in the first. Ironman looking to get back into a groove after the walk and then multiple throwing errors, so Tarbit in. 1-0 pitch coming to him. This one hit out to left, sinking fast. That's going to get down for a base hit, and the extra hitter Tarbit is on with a single as ball kicks away from Ott but not enough to allow Tarbit to advance, but that's the fourth hit of the game already and just over an inning for the Crush. So one on, one in already. We're in the top of the second inning, and now the number 10 hitter, Ryan Sol Shoulders, pardon me, will step in with Tarbit down at first base and a whole lot of yelling coming from that Crush dugout. They're getting into this thing because they have been red hot on offense to start this game. So shoulders, first pitch coming to him, runner off the first base, Maslowski holds him on, and this pitch is off the outside corner. So now one ball and no strikes on shoulders. Ironman looking to retire the first batter of the second inning. This is his third hitter. 1-0 pitch is hit in the air on the infield, maybe even shallow left. Shortstop Imgarn a couple steps into the grass, now comes back in to make the catch, and that's a pop-up for out number one. Ironman gets shoulders on the pop-up to the shortstop. So now one out 
and one on base. That's still Tarbet at first. And now we'll go back to the top of the lineup. And Isaac Miller, who singled, singled stole second, and then scored on the RBI double by Lumley in the first. Armand just now retiring the first batter of the second inning. And now we go back to the top end. Miller, who's one for one. Runner Tarbet at first base. Meslowski holds him on. Not a big lead. And here comes the first pitch. Bunt is shown. Pulled back, and that's by outside for a ball now 1-0 on Miller. Ironman having to keep that runner at first base close. Pitching out of the stretch now. Based on the lead that Tarbett has done at first base, don't expect him to go here, although I could be wrong, but it's not a big lead. 1-0 pitch is in there. A call strike out, evening things up at 1-1. One one. Tanner Lumley waits on deck. Bolt in the hole. If either of the two of them can reach and keep this top of the second inning going, Renegades now trailing it by a score of 3-1. to one. Back into the box now is Miller. Ironman glances once, now twice to first, and will pitch the ball. It's going to bend out of the zone. Low, so now two balls and a strike. Ironman having a problem falling behind hitters early on, and this one has not been ahead in a whole lot of counts. He's falling behind now to every single hitter here in the second. He's faced so far, so four so far. This one grounded to third. Trees on a couple hops. It kicks off the glove, and everybody's going to be safe. That'll be an error on the third baseman, Treves. And the inning continues with now two runners on and one out. It was a one hopper to Shreves at third, and it just kicked off the glove to the left. And by the time Imgarden corralled it off the ricochet, everyone easily safe. That'll go down as an E5. On the play, Tarbit also moved up to second. It looked like Shreves before he maybe even had the ball, is already starting to look to second to potentially start up and around the horn double play. And now it'll be Tarbit at second and Miller at first for Tanner Lumley, who ripped an RBI double into the left center field gap, scoring one run in the first inning, then stole third and scored on a throwing error. Ironman checks the runner at second. Now it'll deliver the first pitch to Lumley. This one a called strike at the knees. That's a perfect pitch. Not a whole lot Lumley was going to do with that one. And it's now 0-1. Ironman long look into the catcher. Hersler still looking in. They haven't been able to get on the same page. Now finally have one they like. Ironman straightens up and will fire home the 0-1. This one skips in there. Now it's going to go all the way to the backstop. And both runners will advance. Tarbot up to third base. Miller up to second. And now two more in scoring position for the crush. And a base hit can make this a 5-1 ball game. Not a, not a good hitter to do this against either. As Lumley showed his gap power in his first at bat and now if he puts one in outfield grass could do even more damage give him RBIs potentially two and three one and one coming from Ironman this one again to the backstop and both runners going to advance again and a run will score for the crush as Tarbert comes in on the wild pitch that's another run for the crush and it is now four to one so back to back wild pitches take Miller and Tarbit all the way from first and second to one run and a runner on third. It's now four to one and Miller at third base. Still only one out. Any two one count coming to Tanner Lumley. So back to the windup is the runner only on third base. Two one pitch is grounded in the hole to the left side. Shreves can't get it. It kicks off the glove and he's going to be safe at first base. Runner did not go as it was hit to the left side, so Miller stays at third, but Lumley will reach. Even if he gloves that one, I don't know if he has a play, so we'll see if that's ruled as an error or a single. 
They are going to rule that an infield single for Lumley. So he's now two for two. He's got the single and the double working. And now first and third, still with one out. Could dial up a double play and get out of this one, but he's going to have to do it against Alec Bolt. Ironman struck him out to get his first out in the first inning. First pitch to him is in there. A called strike now 0-1 on the first baseman for the crush. Interesting decision there. Even though he's hit the third, Shreves was moving to his left and pretty much into the hole between shortstop and third, but the runner stayed put at third base. This 0-1 is also pumped in there now. Ahead of no balls and two strikes to Bolt. Miller at third, Lumley at first base. And this is the sixth batter to come to the plate this inning for the crush. Two already in and two more on base. Decent lead for Lumley at first. He stole a base in the first inning. 0-2 pitch coming is swung on to third, and that's going to get foul off to the left side. Over near the Renegade dugout kicks off, and it goes down the left field line in foul territory. So we'll do the one, excuse me, the no ball, two-strike pitch once again. Nathan Weatherly, who doubled weights on deck. Ironman need here of out number one is four out of five have reached. Hasn't gotten a whole lot of help on defense, though. 0-2 pitch coming to Bolt. swung on a missed, and he gets him to go down on strikes for the second time in two innings. Ironman bounces back to get the swing and K, and now needs just one more to get through his second inning of work. So I'll be up to Nathan Weatherly if he wants to keep this top of the second inning going for the Queen City Crush. Could extend their lead after it's already 4-1 to one here in the second. Steps in after hitting a double off the wall in center field in the first. A ball that turned around the center field to Cole Wagner and kind of just took an awkward attempt at it and then ended up getting over his head and off the wall. So now it is at bat number two, looking to make it a two-for-two two day at the yard. Runners take their leads. First pitch to Weatherly in there, a strike. And Ironman has bounced back. Seems to have found the strike zone. It's thrown five straight strikes now. Looking to make it number six here in a moment in an 0-1 count to Weatherly. Lumley who had an infield singles at first base and Miller who reached on an error is at third. 0-1 pitch on the way to Weatherly. This one low and away. So even things up at a ball and a strike. Trey Mulholland the starting pitcher and DH tonight is the hitter on deck. He would either bat in a bases loaded situation or come up if the crush can add on another run or more. 1-1 pitch coming is grounded off to the left side. That's fouling out of play. And now Ironman a strike away from getting through this second inning. So Weatherly one for one, but Ironman's got him in a 1-2 count here and could get out of the second inning if Ironman can put one more strike in there. Checks the runner off of first base. That's Lumley now rocks the leg runner going. It's outside, goes to the backstop, but it takes a good ricochet. And Miller will have to stay put at third base. But Lumley has second base stolen and could potentially score two more runs if Weatherly could single him in. It was ball way outside, so that'll be two balls and two strikes. Lumley was off and running on the play. Got a pretty good jump. Don't know if they would have even thrown down with the runner on third. But it took a perfect ricochet for the Renegades. And although Miller started to come home, quickly slammed on the brakes when he saw it come right back to Herschler. So now two balls, two strikes, two outs, and two on. Ironman into the windup. The 2-2 is swung on a miss. Herschler's got it. And he's going to, they're going to say he caught it on the fly, not a drop third strike. And that will end the inning with back-to-back -back strikeouts for Ironman. But not before the crush put up two more runs. So we'll head to the bottom of the second inning. They lead this one 4-1 to one on the Show Me Sports Network.
When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Of the second inning now on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegade's going to have to play some comeback baseball if they want to work their way back into this one. Looks like we may see a new pitcher out for the Renegades when they take the mound next inning. They'll have to bat first, but it looks like Jackson Lovich is warming up down in the bullpen for the Renegades. So it may mean the end of the evening for Ironman. We will see. Maybe depends on if they can put up some runs here and make this a ball game. It will be the bottom part of the order. 6-7-8 for the Renegades facing Trey Mulholland out there for the second inning of work. Allowed one run on a Ross Lovich RBI double in the first, and now will face Shreves, Herschler, and Maslowski. First pitch to Shreves inside ball one. Shreves just recently selected the All-Star game tomorrow. Plays a lot of third base for the Renegades. Also has pitched a couple times. 1-0 coming to him is going to be a call strike. Might have even swung the bat. It was a check swing attempt. Regardless, it's strike one, so 1-1 one one now on Shreves. Shreves right-handed batter facing the right-handed pitcher, Muhalland. 1-1 one, one is off the inside corner. That makes it two balls and a strike. Every half inning has had at least one run across the plate so far. When the bottom of the second inning, it is 4-1 in favor of the crush. This one grounded to third, and it gets past the glove of the third baseman, one lane, and that'll kick into left field for a base hit. And that's another leadoff base hit for the Renegades. They've got one on to get the second inning going. So Shreve's now at first base. Hit that one pretty hard and deep into the hole. Might have had to play at first base, but regardless, would have been a long throw on a cross over to first. So now Joe Herscher will step in with Shreve's off of first base. They have both hold him on. Not a big lead for Shreves down there at first. The pitch to Herschel, ground to the right side, and nobody's home, and that's into right field. Shreves 
We'll move on up to second base, and that's back-to-back -back hits for the Renegades. They've got co something cooking here in the bottom of the second inning. That was perfect ball placement by the righty catcher for the Renegades, as even if they don't have the first baseman bolt on the bag, that still probably gets through, but with bolt on the first bag, first baseman's bag, there was really no one on that side, and that was no doubt where that one was heading off the bat. So now runners at first and second, Trees at second, Horschler at first base, and Levi Maslowski, the number eight hitter and first baseman, will step in an RBI opportunity. Put one over the wall, and we're tied at four. Mulholland in the stretch, checks the runner, and here's the first pitch to Meslowski. It finds the outside corner. That's a strike now, 0-1. Ian Nolf, the second baseman, waits on deck. They have the second baseman's shoulder shading towards the second base back. He's pretty close to that thing, only a step or two away. He was flashing the glove like he wanted Mulholland to throw to him. 0-1 pitch is in there, a call strike, and now quickly ahead, Maslowski's falling behind in an 0-2 count. At the very least, you'd like to see him put the ball in play and move two up into scoring position, but it's going to take some two-out magic. Looks like time is going to be called, but now Maslowski took a quick step out, is back into the box. Muhalan straightens up after getting the sign from Weatherly, checks the runner at second, checks him twice, and now here comes the 0-2 pitch. It is bounced in there, just off the catcher, but not far enough, and runners will have to stay put. Kicked off the catcher, Weatherly out in front of home plate, off to the right a little bit, but not too far, and probably a good decision as Catcher Weatherly was staring down trees all the way, likely would have had a play at him at third base. So now into the one ball, two strike pitch. Runner Herschler is not held on at first. One, two is just off the inside corner. Good take there by Maslowski. And it's now two balls and two strikes. They have Bolt not holding on Herschler, so he's got a pretty big lead out there. If one's hit in a gap, he'd probably score them all the way from first. 2-2 two -two pitches hit in the air, out to center, hit high in the air, but playable for Lumley. He now shapes up, steps under it, makes the catch. Shreves bluffed the tag, but did not go as that ball is in on a hop to third base, and that's out number one. Runners have to stay put. It was hit high in the air, but not deep into the outfield at all, as Lumley actually had to come in to make the catch, and that's out number one. So now number nine, hitter looking to keep things going. This inning started with back-to-back -back singles by Shreves and Herschler before Maslowski just flew out. Now Ian Nolf plays second base tonight, played first last night. And we'll see what he's got in that bat. Runner Herschel at first, Shreves at second. Still room on the right side, but not as much with the first baseman off the bag. This one in the dirt. And they're gonna say that Nolf did not swing. So it's one and zero. Lead off here, Cole Wagner and the Walk King waits on deck. Let's see what how many walks that uh, Cole Wagner had coming into this one. If I can follow the line all the way over. Cole Wagner coming into this game at 21 walks. That'll make it 22 after his first at-bat. 1-0 pitch to Nolf is in the dirt, kicks away. Shreves is going to go to third, and he's in there standing. And now a runner 90 feet away for the running gauge as Shreves with the heads-up base running as that kicked away down the first baseline. Makes it 2-0. Herschler stayed at first, but now runners at the corners in a 2-0 count for Ian Nolf. Yeah, Wagner now up to 22 walks. That is double the next closest in walks, who it's Jackson Lovich with 11. So I don't think it's an understatement to name him the walk king of at least this team, maybe even the whole league. 2-0 pitch is hit high in the air off to the left side, but I think that's going to get out of play. It will over by the stands. 
actually lands on top of the Renegades dugout. Makes it a 2-1 count on North. As long as he doesn't hit it right on the ground at an infielder, any ball in play would make this a 4-2 ball game. And now with the runner no longer on second, they do have Bolt hold on the runner, Herschel at first. So his lead, much smaller than it was just a minute ago. But much more room to work with on the right side for Nolf. 2-1 pitch is in there called strike. And now he things up at 2-2. Two two. Nolf is going to have to battle here in a two-strike count. He can reach. We'll go back to the top and Wagner followed by Imgarten. Renegade show this one 4-1 to one in the bottom of the second. 2-2 two, two pitch is low and away. Good take there by Nolf and it's now three balls and two strikes. So facing the DH and starting pitcher Trey Mulholland. Renegades have already got him for one run. They have another standing at third base and a third at first. 3-2 count coming. One out to Nolf. And here's the pitch. It is at the knees. Called strike three. And Nolf didn't take the bat off his shoulder. He's going to be rung up on a backwards K for out number two of the inning. And it's going to take a two-out knock to get in a run here in the second inning. So first two reach, back-to-back -back outs. Have runners at first and third in Trees and Herschler. And I'll be up to Cole Wagner, who walked and was out on a fielder's choice in the first inning to come through here in the second. So lefty hitter and center fielder steps into the box, facing the righty Mulholland, wasting no time. And will now deliver the first pitch to Wagner. This one in the air, foul out of play off to the left side. So now 0-1 on Wagner. Wagner is hitting 204, played in 17 games for the Renegades. He's got 10 hits and now 22 walks, so an on base at 451. That's one of the best on base percentages of the team. This one in there, hey, call strikes now very quickly 0 and 2 on Wagner. Muhalla not messing around here, not willing to fall behind to a guy that is very selective at the plate. Wagner in, Honor Herschel at first, Shreve's at third. And here's Muhalan's 0-2 pitch coming to Wagner. It bends in there, but not in enough. And it just misses to make things 1-2. and two. One with the curveball there and just missed up and away. Despite Weatherly's best efforts back there to bring it in for strike three. And now it'll be one ball, two strikes to Wagner. Herschel dancing off first. The pitch is low. It's blocked. Everyone will stay put, but now two balls and two strikes to Cole Wagner. Imgarden waits on deck. He reached on the fielder's choice in the first and came all the way around to score from first on Ross Lewis's RBI double. Scored the one run that the Renegades have. A chance for more if Wagner can deliver. 2-2 count, the pitch is grounded out to second base. First baseman dove at it, but it goes to the second baseman. The feed to the pitch recovering and is just in time to get Wagner. As shoulders barely got the feed there in time to retire Wagner for out number three. So the Renegades put a couple on, but can push one across. So we'll head to the third inning. Crush lead this one four to one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. 
Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Crush coming to bat here in the top of the third inning as while they come to bats, I want to tell you about Walk-Off Wood Bat Company handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Stepping in to lead this inning off is the pitcher and DH, Trey Muhalan, who looks at a strike here. First pitch was a ball, switch now 1-1 on Muhalan. New pitcher into the game as well. Wyatt Fisher is taking over here in the third. So Ironman done after two innings. 1-1 pitch coming to Muhalan is going to bend just low now 2-1. So final line for Ironman. Two innings, struck out three, walked one, gave up five hits, four runs. Only three of them earned, though, across his couple trips to the mound so it'll be up to Fisher now to bridge the gap to the middle innings misses up here and it's now three and one on Muholland. Fisher will face Muholland, then Wenlet and Falcone Fisher will come to the plate if any of them can reach and Muholland a chance to do that here ahead three balls and one strikes against the new Renegades right hander this one snaps in there that was the curveball he was looking for and that makes it a full count on the first hitter of this inning Renegades show this one four to one in the third they've put multiple runners on in each inning but have only able been able to push one across Fisher strains up and here's the three two it is just low and outside Herschel tried to steal that one for strike three but didn't get the call it was low and that's going to be a leadoff walk leadoff hitters have reached in all three innings so far for the crush and both of those innings, too, the leadoff hitter came around to score. Hopefully Fisher can break that trend here in the third inning. Renegades stand at 13-16. and 16. This game does not count for their record. They will next play a meaningful game in the Mink League standings on Wednesday, a doubleheader in Nevada. We'll have that for you here. First pitch coming, hit in the air, fouled on the right field line. As Wenglant was way out in front of that one, and he fouls it off for strike one. Wenglant popped out to the second baseman for the second out of the first inning. Armin had let two straight batters reach at the time, but then came back to get Wenlant. 
Looks like we do have a pinch runner down there at first base. Didn't see who it was. I guess it's just because they're able to run for the pitcher. 0-1 pitch coming to Wenland is way upstairs. Now one ball and one strike. Looks to be number 15 out there who's the pinch runner down at first base. 15 is Josh Buxton, pinch runner at first. This one just misses low and it's high. That makes it two balls and one strikes on Wenland. So Buxton at first base would assume that that doesn't mean the end of the line for Mulholland. Would assume we'd still see him back out there on the mound. 2-1 pitch. This one misses up and away. And that makes it 3-1. Did miss by much, but couldn't get the call there. And it's now three balls and a strike. Nobody out, one on, just underway in this top of the third inning. Renegade show 4-1. Bucks in at first base, and the 3-1 pitch is at the knees. That one looked to be farther off the plate than the previous one, but this one gets the call, and it's now going to be run to a full count. Back-to-back -back full counts by Fisher to his first two batters. Let's see if he can change the result this time and get out number one. Buxton at first base. He is not running. 3-2 pitch is ripped to right. That's down for a base hit, and that's going to go towards the right fielder. Lovich making the turn and heading to third is Buxton. Lovich's throw on a couple haps just late as basically belly flopping onto the third base bag was Buxton. Kind of an awkward slide, but he was in there safely, and that's going to be a back-to-back -back base runners reaching in first and third now with nobody out for the crusher in the third. Pretty good speed there with Buxton. Pretty makes you see why they pinch ran there, and he makes it all the way to third base on the single. It's now runners at first and third. It's Wenland who just singled at first, and Buxton now at third. It'll be up to Gabe Falcone to try and drive them in. Flew out to left to end the first. First pitch to him is upstairs. Now one ball and no strike on Falcone. Fisher waits on deck. They have Maslowski hold the runner Wenland on at first base. Shrees plays off the third base bag, so Bucks in a pretty decent lead over there into foul territory. This one bends in, and that's a call strike, and it's now one and one. On the right, excuse me, the shortstop for the crush. Back into the box now, righty-righty matchup. Fisher versus Falcone. This one swung on him as he was late on that one, and it's now one ball and two strikes, and Fisher now. Once again, has got a two-strike count on a hitter this inning, but has yet to have been able to retire the first two. Now looking to get Falcone. Back into the box now. Wyatt Fisher's delivery is swung on, grounded to short. Emgarn on a couple hops, goes to second for one. Noel Stota first, skips in there, and it is not in time to get the double play, but they do get an out. Run also scores. Buxton coming in on the fielder's choice. So... Even with the strong, they don't know if they get the double play. At the very least, it's a fielder's choice to get out number one. But credit Falcone with an RBI, and it's now 5-1 to one in favor of the crush. So Wenland was out at second base as shortstop Ingarden went to Nolf at second. But the return throw was into first on a couple of skips, took some velo off it. And it's now first pitch foul ball off the backstop to Fisher. He reached on a walk and then came in to score all the way from first on back-to-back -back throwing errors by the Renegades. It was a wild play with an error on the throw to first led him to go to third and then when throwing to third it made it its way into left field and he came all the way in to score. So 0-1 now to Fisher is in there snapped off the curveball and it's now no ball two strikes on Fisher. 
Falcone who just reached on a fielder's choice and drove in a run is at first. Oh, 2 pitch now coming. This one is grounded weakly to short. Imgarn on a couple hops to Nolfoot second for one. The throw to first is not going to be in time. I don't know about that call. That looked surely to be a double play, and the infield umpire ruled him safe. And that's going to allow the inning to continue on back-to-back -back fielder's choices. So Fisher reaches, and Falcone is out at second base. Mazlowski immediately came off the bag as if to say, we got him there, but no change in that call, and this inning will continue after they rule Fisher safe at first. So now stepping in the extra hitter in number nine spot in the order is Jaden Torbett. That's now with Fisher off of first. Mazlowski holds him on. This pitch is in there, strike at the knees, and it's now 0-1-1. This inning has gone walk, single, fielder's choice, fielder's choice. Run in to make it 5-1 to one in favor of the crush. Fisher juice into the game, 0-1, runners going. It's low, the throw to second on a couple hops, and that's going to get by and into center field, and now up on his way to third is Fisher, and he's in there with a the slide. Runner now at third base with two outs, ball. That'll go down as a stolen base and then a throwing error, allowing Fisher to move up to third base. Right here, Let's go. have not been clean defensively. That's already been multiple errors for them in just the three innings. They've made an error in each inning so far. 1-1 one, one pitch is in their called strike, and it's now one ball and two strikes on Tarbit. I think he's going to have major work to do when they come to the plate, trailing 5-1, to 1-2 one, one, pitch is swung on a miss, chasing that one long with Tarbit, and he is retired for out number three. But the Crush once again put one on the scoreboard, and they lead this one 5-1. to one. So we'll head to the bottom of the third. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are state tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Renegades at the plate as they come to bat here in the bottom of the third inning. 
Thanks, everyone, for listening on the Show Me Sports Network. It's been a lot of fun so far, despite the Renegades currently being on the short end of the stick. But plenty of time. They've still got seven more trips to the plate to try and come back in this one. It'll start with the middle, excuse me, the top of the lineup. It'll be Imgarden, Roslovich, and Gorling, 2-3-4 in the lineup. As Renegades put multiple on in every inning, but so far only one run. We'll see if a couple guys who are very involved with that one run can get things going here in the third. So Imgarn, who reached on a fielder's choice and scored on the Roslovich RBI double, is in to start this third inning. Trey Muholland, who reached and then was pinch ran for at first base. First pitch to Imgarn is low and inside, just missed off the inside corner. Now 1-0 to the Renegade shortstop. Made a couple plays that wound up being fielder's choices in the top half of this inning. 1-0 pitch to him is fouled off to the left side out of play. And now 1-1. One and one. M. Garden just under two weeks into his tenure here with the Renegades. Has already made a difference enough to be elevated into the top portion of this lineup. 1-1 one, one pitch coming to him is off the outside part of the plate. And now two balls and a strike. Well, but you had the RBA double weights on deck. Gorling to follow. And Ott will come to the plate if any Renegade can reach here in the third. 5-1 to one score. Here's the 2-1 pitch fouled straight back off the net. And it's now two balls and two strikes on him. Guarding the lefty hitter facing the righty in Mulholland. He's pitched two innings. Hasn't struck out a batter. He's walked one to go with three hits given up and the one run allowed. Renegades already into their bullpen. They've used Ironman and Fisher to cover the first three innings. 2-2 two -two pitch. Jim Garnes popped up foul out of play. That gets over all of us. And we'll do the two-ball, two-strike pitch once again. Catcher Weatherly can find where that one ended up as it didn't even stay in play. Made its way out of the ballpark. So back into the box now is Jim Garden looking to lead off this top of the third to get some Runners on base, this pitch misses up and it's now run full to Imgarn as Mohawan couldn't find the handle on that curveball and it missed way up, couldn't make its way back down into the zone. Twitch now a full count, Imgarn back into the box. Mohawan was waiting for him on the mound, looks into his catcher Weatherly and now will step off, they couldn't get on the same page. Imgarn no for one, but does have a run scored. Here's the 3-2 pitch to him, it is fouled straight back and will do it again as he hit that off the net just in front of us. Carter Gorling out of the dugout to retrieve that foul ball. We're in the top part of this Renegades lineup here in the bottom of the third, two, three, four in the order. Into the windup now, the three, two pitch to Imgarn once again is low and away and Imgarn's got a leadoff walk here to get this third inning going, the second walk issued by Mulholland. Really good at bat there for Imgarn, was patient Fouled off pitches and two strike counts and then didn't chase her on a 3-2 pitch and now gets rewarded with a trip to first base. And now Ross Lovich, who drove him in, steps into the batter's box. Renegades team leader in home runs with three of them. Plus the two of those out here in the same game. That was in Joplin just about a week or so into the season. Now steps in with a chance to help lead a Renegades rally. Their trail 5-1 in the bottom of the third. First pitch to him is low, skips in there. M. Garden will stay put at first base. Now 1-0 on Lovich. Lovich came into this game hitting 164. That hit is 10th of the season. In the first will certainly raise that average. University of Missouri product bats from the left side. Throw over to first and M. Garden is back in there safely with a dive. And then we'll do the 0 pitch in just a moment. 
Lovich now back into the box. Throw over again. Him going back in a dive, and he got back just in time. Didn't beat that throw to first by much. Had to dive back in head first. Back-to-back -back pickoff attempts. Second one much, much closer. So Lovich back into the box. They have the third base on Wenland pretty much in on the edge of the grass. Pitch to Lovich. Comes in, and that's going to hit him, and that's going to put another runner on for the Renegades as Lovich has now reached base both times tonight. Looked like Muhalan was trying to work him inside, just came too far inside, and Lovich was in no hurry to get out of the way. Basically took that one and will take the free pass down to first. And now the Renegades have two on with nobody out despite having zero hits here in the third. They put the first two on for back-to-back -back innings. So now the DH and cleanup hitter, Carter Goring, steps in. If he puts one in the gap, could make this a 5-3 ball game. First pitch to Goring is in there, called strike. That makes it 0-1-1. Goring popped out to the first baseman, his first trip to the plate in the first. Now bats with good speed out there on both first and second in Lovich and M. Garden. Check the runner at second, checks him twice now. Mulholland will kick the leg and deal the 0-1. This one going inside, and it's now even. At a ball and a strike on Goring. Colby on tonight's left fielder, sporting the stirrups as usual, waits on deck. Goring also rocking the stirrups, not a whole lot have been brave enough to don those, but Goring and Ott, two of the Renegades players that have 1-1 one, one pitch coming to Goring is low. Barely made its way above home play, and it's now 2-1 and one on the Renegades' DH. DH starting pitcher, first baseman. Those are some of the positions we've seen Goring at this year. Back into the box now. Straightening up is the pitcher, Muhammad. He'll set at the belt, check the runner, and deal the 2-1 to Goring. It is... In there, a called strike. Goring started to take the bat off his shoulder, then decided to hold up, but it was a called strike. Anyway, it's now even at two balls and two strikes. They don't hold the runner. Lovich on at first base. Goring, you'd like to see him at the very least advance the runners up to second and third. And here comes the 2-2 pitch to Goring. It is inside, way inside, and that runs at full three and two. A walk here at a low to the bases. Nobody out in this bottom of the third inning. Renegades trail five to one and this Saturday night exhibition matchup before the All-Star game tomorrow in Clorinda. We're just there about a week ago. 3-2 pitch now coming to Goring. Here's the delivery. It is hit in the air to right. It's sinking fast. This ball is going to get down for a base hit. Imgarn on his way to third. They're going to hold him there as he throw in on a couple of hops to the catcher. Now kicks away, but good backing up by the pitcher, Mahalan, and everyone stays put at their bases. It was hit shallow, but just the thought of it being caught had to leave Imgarn holding up at second. So he doesn't score, but he moves up to third, and now base is loaded thanks to the single to right field by Goring, his first hit of the night. Biggest opportunity of the game, only the third inning, but it's a big one, and Colby Ott will step in with the bases loaded. Emgarten walked, he's at third. Lovage was hit by a pitch, he's at second, and Carter Goring just singled to right, he's at first. Emgarten had started to make the turnaround third, but then held up as the throw came in from the right fielder Fisher. And although it got away, there was good backup by the pitcher Mulholland and it kept Imgarn at third. So Ducks on the pond, runners everywhere. They have the infield in at the corners, both standing pretty much on the edge of the grass. Ott now in, bases loaded, nobody out. First pitch to him, it swung on him as he was late on the fastball, now 0-1-1. Only the third inning, so still incredibly early in this one, but Ott is the tying run. Queen City has put up two in the first, two in the second, one in the third. Renegades just one so far had came in the first. Now. Bat here with the bases loaded. Nobody out in the bottom of the third. 
Here's the 0-1 pitch to Ott. It is off the inside corner. That's ball now. One ball, one strike. Colin Treves, who singled the lead off the second, waits on deck. It has not been an easy night on the mound for either pitcher. Both both uh, Ironman Fisher and Muhalland have had to work hard. This one grounded to first. They're going to make the throw home. It's offline, and that gets away. That's going to lead to one run. Lovich now coming around from third. He scores, moving up to second and third. Are the runners out and going, and two runs have come in. It's 5-3, and the tying run now at second base thanks to the throwing error by Bolt. M. Gardner Lovich score on the play, and this is a brand-new ball game. That'll go down as an E3 allows two runs to score, and that's a big one as it surely would have been one out, maybe two if they executed perfectly. And Lovich with the heads-up base running coming all the way around to score from second base, and it's now a 5-3 ball game. So Renegades only have one hit, but have put all four on and make this a 5-3 ball game. Colin Treves now stepping in. First pitch is upstairs, now 1-0 on Shreves. Pitch now coming to Shreves, the 1-0 is low, that makes it a ball, now 2-0. Just got confirmation, there is one RBI given down the play, two odd throwing air, allowing the second run to score. So Ott gets credit for one of the two that came in. 2-0 pitch to Shreves. It's up and in, and it's now 3-0. Mulholland and Daydrove loading the bases once again. So we've gone a walk, hit by pitch, single, fielder's choice. Two runs in, and it's now a 5-3 ball game. Is a quick meeting at the mound here between Mulholland and Weatherly. Ott at second, going at third. Two runs came in to score on Ott's fielder's choice. Only gets the RBI for one of them on the throwing error. That's what I was just talking to our Fisher scorer, Tom, about just a moment ago. He's been helping me out with all three innings because we've had so many throwing errors. Renegades made an error on defense each of the first three innings. And the Crush made a couple on that play alone. I think they also had one last inning. So not a whole lot of clean defense so far early in this one. But Shreves now back into the box. Runners at second and third. And here comes a 3-0 to Shreves. It is in there. A call strike at the knees. It's now 3-1. A single probably ties this game at five with the speed of Ott out at second base. Gorling's at third. And Renegade came into this inning trailing 5-1. Have a chance now to knot it all the way back up. Check of the runner, here's a 3-1 to Shreves. It is off the outside corner, and the bases are loaded once again for the Renegades and Herschler who's coming to the plates. Herschler single to right. We could use one of those again right here. Would likely tie this game, and still nobody out here in the bottom of the third inning. Only one hit so far in this inning for the Renegades, yet all five batters have reached, and they've made this now a 5-3 ball game. Crush still lead it. But a big opportunity here for Herschler. Muhalan sets, kicks, and the first pitch just swung on a miss to Herschler. He's now behind 0-1. Renegades catcher one for one on the ninth. He's got Shreves who walked at first. Ada reached on a fielder, Schweitz at second, and Gorling who singled to right at third. Lowich and Imgarden have already scored this inning. 
Here comes the 0-1 to Hershort. It's grounded to third on a couple hops. He's going to step on the bag for one throw across the diamond on a couple hops. It is not in time as Hershler beats it out and a run scores in Goring. It's now a 5-4 game and the tying run still at second base with only one out now. So Hershler just enough speed to beat that one out. Give him credit for the RBI. Odd is out at third base on the fielder's choice. But Goring comes in to score, and it's now a 5-4 ball game thanks to three runs put on the board by the Renegades in this bottom of the third inning. So Shreves moves up to second on the play. Hershler's at first, and Levi Maslowski flew out to center, steps in. Here's the first pitch. Two of them swung on a miss. He was out in front of that one. It's now 0-1. Number nine hitter Ian Nolf waits on deck. This has been a scoring fest so far. We're in the bottom of the third, and it's already 5-4. There's been a run scored in every half inning but one. That was the Renegades in the bottom of the second. Well, Holland checks the runner at second twice. That's Shreves, and then fires in a curveball for strike two. So Maslowski now 0-1, for falling behind 0-2. They don't hold the runner, Herschler, on at first base. They have shoulders, the second baseman, shaded toward the bag to try and keep Shreves close. And now a big pitch coming to the Renegades' first baseman. Check the runner, and here's the 0-2. It is low and away, and that makes it one ball and two strikes on the Jeff City first baseman. It's the seventh batter to come to the plate in this inning for the Renegades. Only one out, retired, and three runs in. A little bit longer look in by Mulholland. Whether he puts down the signs. Now here comes the 1-2 pitch. It is swung on a miss as he blew the heat by him. And it's a big out number two. Gets the strikeout of Maslowski. The second strikeout of the game. And now Mulholland an out away from getting through this third inning. It'll be up to Ian Nolf. The eighth batter of this inning if the Renegades won at the very least not this game up. Could potentially take the lead if he could put one in a gap. Herschler has a huge lead at first as they don't hold him on. Well, Holland looking to retire Ian Knoll for the final out. First pitch to him is in there. A called strike 0-1 now. Knoll was the first strikeout victim in the second inning. Was a strikeout looking. That was for out number two and the Renegades had two on. Check of the runner. Here's the 0-1 to Nolf. It is up and in. That makes it one ball and one strike. This game not moving all that quickly. About a little less than an hour and a half, and we're only in the bottom of the third inning thanks to both teams' inability to play a whole lot of defense and some good timely hitting. 1-1 pitch coming now to Nolf. Is swung on a miss. He chased outside there and that makes it now one and two Renegade second baseman in danger of striking out for the second time if he can't put bat on ball here in a two strike count crowd trying to will him into a two out hit here Shreves at second Herschel at first and the one two pitch is inside that hits him and that loads the bases for Wagner in the top of the lineup coming to the plate Renegades now bring the tying run over to third he's 90 feet away from scoring so Nolf catches a break there gets to take first base I guess not a break because he never loved to be hit, but he was behind in a 1-2 count and then gets hit there to load the bases. And Mr. Walking himself, Cole Wagner, the number nine hitter to come to the plate. And if he gets one of those base on balls in this situation, it would knock this game up at five. So Wagner, lefty hitter, facing Mulholland for the third time. He's hit in all three innings. He's got a walk and a ground out. 
and potentially could give the Renegades their first lead if he gets a base hit here. Bases loaded for him with two outs, 5-4 game. First pitch to Wagner, misses low, it's now 1-0. All to use the fourth inning in my scorebook column for Imgarten if he comes to the plate as the 10th batter. If Wagner can keep this third inning going, I'd happily make that sacrifice though. Mulholland as a pitcher warms down in the bullpen for the crush. He'll throw the 1-0 pitch. It is up and away now. 2-0. Wagner no inclination of chasing there. But assume he's waiting to get at least one good pitch in this at bat. It's now 2-0 on the Renegade center fielder. Wagner back in. Pitcher Mulholland sets and here comes the 2-0 pitch. It is grounded out to second base. Shoulders to his right is up with it. The throw to first is in time and Wagner is retired for out number three. Renegades leave him loaded, but they push across three runs and make this a brand new ball game. We'll head to the fourth. The Crush lead this one by a score of five to four. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverville Christian Academy, calling at 573-634-3983. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Third pitcher of the ball game coming in for the Renegades. And it's one that was warming earlier, but now takes the mound for the first time. It is Jackson Lovich often playing shortstop or third base for the Renegades, but tonight he gets a chance on the mound and comes in here in the fourth inning, Renegade show five to four after scoring three in the third. Good opportunity to give Lovich a shot on the mound. After all, this game does not count for anything. I believe we've only seen Lovich 
pitch once time this season based on they don't even have him for the ERA but I believe that this is the first time since that that one appearance a couple weeks ago so Lovich will take the mound in relief of Wyatt Fisher who pitched just one inning he'll face the top portion or he'll start with the number 10 hitter and then go back to the top portion of the crush lineup we'll see how long they let Lovich last Renegades are going to have to cover six innings already used two pitchers in this exhibition game I'm sure they don't want to burn out their whole bullpen even though they're going to not have to use it for the next three days so maybe not too worried about it but we'll see Lovich here face 10 1 and 2 in shoulders Miller and Lumley According to his scouting report online, he can top out just below 90 or even right at 90. Don't have a Raider gun here, but they track all that stuff for high scores. As Lovich's first pitch grounded to short, Imgarn to his left makes a nice scoop. The throw to first is on the money, and that's one pitch, one out as Shoulders grounds out for out number one here in the fourth. First time the Crush have not put the leadoff base runner on, and that was thanks to a nifty play by the Renegade shortstop Andrew Imgarn. Emgard moved to his left pretty deep in the hole there and then made a perfect throw to Mazlowski at first and shoulders is retired. So now Miller, who's reached twice, scored a run, comes to bat with nobody on and one out here in the fourth. Crush lead this one 5-4, to four, third pitcher for the Renegades and Lovich. First pitch to him is going to be outside for a ball. Now 1-0, and oh. Lumley waits on deck. Miller takes it. Pretty good crouch there into his batting stance. This one misses outside, so it is now 2-0 on the leadoff hitter and left fielder for the crush. Lovich now into the windup. Here comes the 2-0 pitch. This one hit on a line to right. That's going to get down in front of Lovich, and that'll be a one-out base hit. Actually, they're going to try and go to second. A throw is a strike to second, and they have got the out at second base. That's a strike from Ross out there in right field, and Miller has gone down. Don't know what he was thinking as that was a perfect throw from the Renegades right fielder. Helps out his younger brother, and that'll be out number two. So to go a single to right, but then thrown out at second base on a one-hop bullet by Ross Lovich, and he's retired as na-na-na-hey-hey-goodbye place here at the ballpark. Miller was out at second base, and that throw, or that play really was not that close. That throw beat him well in time. I would assume that Miller will not be testing the arm of University of Missouri product Ross Lovich again anytime soon. 1-0 pitch now coming to Lumley is grounded off to the left side foul. It's now 1-1. One one. So Jackson Lovich has got some out from his defense and has now gotten outs on the first two hitters that he's faced, although he's given up the hit, but he's worked so quickly we could see him potentially come back out for the fifth if he can get Lumley right here. 1-1 one, one count now. Here's the pitch. It is off the outside part of the plate, so it's now 2-1. and one. Lovich got shoulders to ground out on the first pitch. Fell behind 2-0 and oh to Miller. He singled right, but then Ross threw him out, trying to stretch the single into a double. Now 2-1 pitch to Lumley is grounded out in front of home plate. And foul, so it's now two balls and two strikes. We'll see if Lovich could record his first strikeout of the game. Like his older brother, also a University of Missouri product, coming this fall. Freshman from Overland Park, Kansas. Back into the box now is Lumley. It's a 2-2 count. The pitch is just off the outside corner, and that'll run it all the way full. 
So Alec Bloat, who struck out twice, waits on deck. Belovich trying to end this fourth inning right here. The 3-2 pitch from him is outside. Nowhere close, and that's a ball and a two-out base runner for the crush. So Lumley has now reached all three times, and Alec Bolt, who has struck out twice, will now step in and look to continue a two-out rally here in the fourth. Looked like we were going to have another base runner on, and Isaac Miller before he was gunned down at second base trying to stretch a single into a double. First pitch is in there, a called strike to Bolt. It's now 0-1-1. Looking to avoid the hat trick here, not strike out for the third time. Jackson Lovich checks the runner off of first base. That's Lumley, decent lead. Now throws over, but back in time safely with a head first dive. Bolt struck out swinging both times. Has only seen one ball in his two at-bats. Lovich straightens up on the mound. And here comes the 0-1 pitch from the right-hander. It is on the outside corner. Perfect location there. It's now no balls and two strikes. Which was ahead two strikes to Lumley, then lost him on a walk, and now jumps ahead two strikes to Bolt. We'll see if he can put him away and give the first baseman of the crush the hat trick tonight. 0-2 pitch way inside, and that gets him in the back. That's a hit by pitch, and now back-to-back -back base runners with two outs. And Lovich is going to have to go to work with a runner in scoring position. So Lumley goes up to second base. Bolt trots down to first. And it'll be up to Weatherly, who's one for two. As he can come right back. Crush of score in every inning. And if Weatherly comes through with two outs and now a runner in scoring position, would steal one of those couple of runs that the Renegades just scored in the bottom half of the third inning. So Weatherly doubled. Off the wall in center field in the first inning, then struck out swinging in the second. Those were the final two strikeouts by Earman recorded against Bolt and Weatherly. And now Lowage looking to retire him. First pitch at the knees. That's a call strike. Now 0-1-1 on the catcher for Queen City. If this inning were to continue, either base is loaded or a run in. Pitcher and DH Trey Mulholland waits on deck. Lowage checks the runner. That's... Lumley dancing off a second. They throw back behind him and Jack in time just safely as Lovich delivered a strike to Imgard and covering at second. But Lumley was able to get back in there. So now still runners at first and second. 0-1-1 pitch is coming in just a moment to Weatherly. Renegades don't hold the runner at first base on. Mazlowski plays directly behind Bolt. 0-1 pitch is upstairs. Nowhere close. And it's now one ball, one strike. Lovich trying to pitch a scoreless fourth inning. Ran into a little trouble thanks to back-to-back two-out base runners and a walk and hit by pitch by Lumley and Bolt. Checks the runner, looks back there once, twice, and now the 1-1 pitch coming. This one inside, it's now 2-1. and one. Also a hit in the sending, but Milner was retired on the assist by right fielder Ross Lovich. Otherwise, this thing would be bases loaded right now. Here's the 2-1 pitch coming. It is off the outside corner. It's now three balls and a strike on Weatherly. Lovich looking to not lose him here and load the bases. Looked like he was going to work through this inning pretty quickly before the last two have reached. Now falling behind 3-1. and one. He's got to pump in a strike right here. He sets. Here's the delivery. This one is outside, and that's going to walk him, and that'll load the bases for Trey Muhalland coming to the plate. So second walk issued this inning by Lowich that loads the bases and the crush now a chance to score for the fourth straight inning. 
as Weatherly reaches Bolt up to second and Lumley to third. And now pitcher and DH Trey Muholland, who has reached base both, base both times via walk, steps in. First pitch, two of them swung on a misses. Lovich blew the heat by him. It's now 0-1. Thank you. Back into the box now. Righty-righty matchup. Lovich already ready to go. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one grounded weakly. That's going to get into the glove of Imgar. And the spin, the throw to first is offline. And that's going to allow not one run to score, but two to score. As a throw now to third, they've got the runner there easily. But two runs scored on the infield single. And that makes it a 7-4 ball game. Enfield hit, Lumley and Bolt score, so give two RBIs to Mulholland, but Weatherly easily out at third base trying to move up, and that will end the inning. So the Crush had two more. It's now 7-4. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth inning on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. Group sizes from one to 100 or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. New pitcher on the mound for the crush was busy writing his name down as we came back from break there. It is Wyatt Kepler that is entering the game for the crush, taking over for Trey Muholland, who went the first three, struck out two, walked three, gave up four hits, four runs. Only three of them earned. Muholland obviously will stay in the game at DH, but new pitcher on to onic number 12 and pitching from the left side. It's Wyatt Kepler. Ben Schmidt from the Dock and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in with us tonight. Want to remind everyone to go riding with Dock and Norm Direct, Mid Missouri's leader in Premier Group Travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. They do it all. 
Dock and Order Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Jefferson City Renegades, getting us all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. And as Blake always mentioned, with a very nice air-conditioned bus. So to book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. So new pitcher Kepler on to face this top of the Renegades lineup after they sent nine to the plate last inning, scored three runs. They need three just to tie this thing up in the bottom of the fourth. Crush lead seven to four. This one is outside. It's now two and zero oh to Imgarden. First pitch was also a ball. It'll be Imgarden, Lovich, and Gorling two, three, four in the order. They got this last inning started. All three of them score. Let's see if they can do it again. 2-0 pitch. Also outside, it's now 3-0 of the Renegade shortstop, who's been on both times, thanks to a fielder's choice and a walk. So neither starting pitcher tonight will be eligible for a win. We've still got a long way to go to this one. Only the bottom of the fourth and a 7-4 crush lead. Swung on a miss here on the 3-0 count. They gave Emgar the green light. It's now 3-1. Moslovich, who has also been on base both times, waits on deck. 3-1 pitch is swung on a miss again. It's now 3-2. And, and even bigger play, too. Lovich had the outfield assist last inning. Otherwise, the crush score even more than just the two that they put up. 3-2 pitch to him. Garn is outside. That's a leadoff walk. And the Renegades have a base runner on here to start the fourth inning. Thanks to Imgarden reaching for the third time. Yeah, I want to go back to that play that ended last inning because Mulholland hit an infield single that uh, shortstop Imgarn was just able to get a glove on, made a spinning throw to first that pulled Meslowski off the bag. And even though he caught it, Lumley had already scored, and Bolt, who was hustling all the way from second, came in to score easily. So Lumley and Bolt scored, but Weatherly trying to go from first to third after he realized the throw was wide. Renegades easily had him out at third base, and that ended the inning, but not before the two runs scored. So first pitch to Roslovich outside for a ball. Now 1-0 on the Renegades' right fielder. He's doubled home a run and also was hit by a pitch. He's scored one run. Not a big lead for Imgarn off of first base. He's got the lefty Kepler looking right at him. Lovich fouls this one off. It's now one ball, one strike. Just about 8.45 here at the ballpark. Sun is set over the horizon. Do have some sunlight. It's not gone completely dark yet, but it is low below the trees. It's quite comfortable now. Light breeze going on. It's a perfect night for baseball here at Vivian Field. Renegades looking to continue to keep this a close game. This one is in there. Call strike on the outside corner and at the knees. Not a whole lot Lovich could do with that one. It's now 1-2 one and two on him. Looking to reach for the third time, hitting third in the lineup tonight. He's got to deal with a tough lefty-lefty-lefty-lefty matchup here. Here comes the 1-2 pitch to him. It is swung on, hit to right, and hit well. Going back is the right fielder. Fisher still on the run, and he makes the running grab and then goes up against the wall. And that's a tough look there for Lovich as that's out number one here in the fourth. Lovich did not miss that one by much, but a great running grab by Fisher out there in right field. Off the bat, I thought that one was at the very least going to get off the wall, maybe even out of here, but Fisher ran that down as he ran up against the wall. Way out there and right. It's 300 directly to right. It didn't go right down the line, so it probably, that ball probably went about 300 feet, if my guess is accurate. So back to first base was M. Gernlovich, retired, and now Gorling in. First pitch to him is a called strike now, 0-1-1 on the Renegades. D.H. Gorling is popped out and singled to right. When he singled in the third, he came around to score a run. 
Big hole on the right side with the first baseman, Bolt holding the runner on. This one swung on a miss. His scoring was late on the fastball. It's now 0-2. Lefty pitcher Kepler coming with the gas right there, and he blew it by Gorley as he looks to get out number two here in this fourth inning. 7-4 lead for the crush, and here's the 0-2. It is hit in the air to right, sinking fast. It is going to get down for a base hit. Emgarn had to hold the throw to second. Not going to be a time. It gets away, but both runners hold, and now first and second with one out as Imgarn just enough speed to get up in a second. They may have had a shot at a force there if it was a good throw. But regardless, it's another single for Goring. His second straight to right field. He's now two for three. And the Renegades will bring the tying run to the plate here in the fourth. Renegades have put good to bats together in this fourth inning against Kepler. If not for a great running grab by Fisher, they would have had all three reaches. Lovich probably had the best hit ball of the inning. But sadly, he was the only one that was recorded for an out. So now two on, Colby out in. First pitch to him, popped up foul. That gets out of play. So Imgarn's been on all three times. He's at second. Gorling's been on twice. He's at first. And Ott, who drove in one run on a play that also had an error. And his last time up steps in. Oh, one pitch is looping foul. It's going to be lined to left. That's going to get down for a base hit. They're going to wave around him. Garden, the throw to the plate on a hop. Here's the throw, the tag. It is not going to be in time. And that's an RBI single for Colby Ott. He drives in a run. That makes it a 7-5 ball game. As just in there in front of the throw was him. Garden. He scores on the single by Ott on a nicely hit ball on a looping curve ball that Ott waited back on and then drove it to left field. So just enough speed there by Imgarn to come all the way around. A score was not a bad throw by Falcone. Catcher Weatherly tried to catch it and make the tag all in one motion. Didn't, wasn't even able to hang on to it. So that makes it a 7-5 ball game now. Tying run on at first in the form of Ott's going moved up to second base on the play. And it's now a 7-5 ball game. Back-to-back -back hits for the Renegades against new pitcher Kepler. And Shreves, the go-ahead run, now steps in. This is a called strike. It's now on one. Shreves does have one bomb on the year. Home run number two would give the Renegades their first lead. Be a great time for that. Set at the belt. Check of the runner twice. Now the 0-1 to Shreves. It swung on a miss. Got the gas by him there. It's now 0-2 on the Renegades' third baseman. So runners take their leads. They don't hold the runner on at first base and Ott. Runner at second, slightly held on. Here's the 0-2 to Shreves. It is going to be low. That one looked to maybe be the slider. Had a lot of lateral movement on it. That makes it a one ball, two strike count on Shreves. Calling it second. Odd at first base. Kepler checks runner and then delivers the 1-2 off the outside corner. Good take there by Shreves. It's now two balls and two strikes. This game has had nothing but offense. It's a 7-5 game, and we're only in the bottom of the fourth inning. Just about two hours into this one. We're on pace for a four-hour game at this rate. Thanks to consistent offense and not a lot of defense. 2-2 pitch is off the outside corner. Didn't miss by much. Patrice took it. That runs at full. And a chance here to either load the bases or not get a run if Shreves can do it one out here into the fourth. Decent speed out there, but I wouldn't expect them to put the runners in motion in a full count pitch. Kepler checks the runner going. They don't go. The 3-2 is inside, and that's a walk to load the bases, and the Renegades have a major opportunity here in the fourth. 
So Shreves works the walk. He's been on base all three times, single and two walks for him. He's at first base now as Ott moves to second and going to third. And Kepler in major trouble here. Now if they face Joe Herschel with the bases loaded. Crush clinging to a two-run lead. Time now called by the catcher Weatherly. Looks like the belt broke by the catcher Weatherly. He took that thing off and threw it halfway down the first baseline. Looks like he's had enough of that thing for tonight. Herschel steps in. He is single to right. Also had a fielder's choice. Drove in a run in the third inning. Now with just a ball in play, can at least give the Renegades one run as they chill by two. First pitch from Kepler is low. That's a ball 1-0 on the Renegades catcher. It's the fifth batter, excuse me, the sixth batter to come to the plate this inning. We've gone walk, fly out, single, single walk. Back in now is Herscher, righty catcher, and here's the 1-0 pitch to him. Ground ball out to short. Shortstop Falcone is going to flip to second. The return throw to first is not going to be in time as Herschler beats it out. That's the second time he's had a beat out of ground ball. And fortunate for him, he's safe, and that leads to a run. It's now a 7-6 ball game. Shortstop Falcone easily made the flip to second to Shoulders, but Shoulders' return throw on to first was just late as Herschler was hustling up the line. He reaches, give him his second RBI of the game. It's now 7-6. So Golan comes in to score on the RBI fielder's choice and Ott moves up to third but Shreves out at second and if Levi Mislowski can drive in Ott at third, it's a tie ball game. Here's Kepler's first pitch. It is in there, a called strike at the knees and that makes it 0-1. So Herscher now has two fielder's choices to give him two RBIs. Officially only one for three but he's had a productive night at the plate. He now leads off of first base. They have both holding him on. Maslowski, the number eight hitter tonight, back in. Here's the 0-1 to him, swung on a miss as he swings over the top of the off-speed pitch. It's now no balls and two strikes. Back into the box now, righty first baseman against the lefty and Kepler, who can put him away for out number three. 0-2 is low and away, good take there by Maslowski, and it's now one ball, two strikes. Good amount of room on the right side with the first baseman holding on Herschler. Herschler dancing off the bag at first. Odd at third. And here's Kepler's 1-2 pitch. It is swung on a miss. Strike three. And a break of the bat after the strikeout. And that will end the inning. But the Renegades put two more on the scoreboard. They keep pace for pace with the crush. And we'll head to the fifth. It's a 7-6 ball game. Queen City leads. But Renegades are very much alive in this one. So we'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be back for the fifth inning in just a moment. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Jackson Lovich back out on the hill for the Renegades. He's looking to complete two innings of work, give the Renegades some length, and get this thing into the middle innings of the ball game for Jefferson City, who is very much alive in this one. Their offense has kept pace as they have given up run after run to the crush, but thanks to one in the first, three in the third, and two in the fourth, the Renegades have made this a 7-6 ball game. And now Lovich looking to keep it right where it's at. In his first inning on the mound, he gave up two hits, two runs, and also walked two but also got some help on his defense. A couple assists to throw out would-be base runners kept it from even more being scored by Queen City. So Lovich back out there on the mound. He'll face the bottom part of this Queen City lineup, 6-7-8 in Wenlant, Falcone, and Fisher. We'll see what he's got in store here. Wenlant, the lefty batting third baseman in, and Lovich into his lineup. His first pitch to him here in the fifth is up and outside. That's ball one. We are just about two hours into this one, only in the fifth. And with so much offense, not moving too quickly tonight. His pitch is now in there. A call strike. It's now one and one on the third baseman. Lovich now back into the lineup. The white righty's delivery is fouled off to the backstop. It's now one and two. Lovich still working for strikeout number one. We'll see if he can get it here against Wenlant. Renegades versus Crutch, 7-6 ball game. The 1-2 is swung on a miss as he blew the fastball by him. And Lovich goes with the heat there to record the first out of the fifth inning. And he records his first strikeout of the night. So good work there by the Renegades middle infielder. And now right-handed pitcher as he showed off the ability that he has in that right arm to throw the fastball and blew it by Winland. So now stepping in will be Gabe Falcone. He's over two with a flout and a fielder's choice. Did get an RBI on that fielder's choice. First pitch to him here is outside for a ball. Bats with nobody on and one out in the top of the fifth inning. Renegades have allowed a run in every inning. We'll see if Lovich can break that streak. This one in there called strike. It's now one ball, one strike on Falcone. Lovich retired the first two last inning before the next four reached and brought in the two runs. See if he can break that here. 1-1 one, one pitch. Swung on a miss. Beautiful off speed there. It's now one ball, two strikes on Falcone. Aaron Fisher, the right fielder, who robbed Rosilovich in the bottom of the fourth weights on deck. Into the lineup now. Here comes the 1-2. It is fouled off to the right side. Just enough to stay alive 
and Falcone will have another crack at it here in just a moment. Thank you everyone for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's coverage. We'll be back on Monday for another exhibition matchup between the Renegades and Legends. This one misses up and in. It's now 2-2 two and two to Falcone. Lovich walked two batters in the fourth. Hopefully he doesn't lose Falcone here after jumping ahead 1-2. and two. Here comes the 2-2 two -two now. It is a called strike three. A little bit of a late call, but Herschler knew it. He was up out of the crouch quickly, and that's back-to-back -back strikeouts for Lovich. This time a backwards K and two out now in the fifth inning. Herschler was sure that was strike three. He didn't even hold that pitch, but the umpire did not be so quick to signal strike three, so I had to thought that might was almost to be one of those embarrassing situations where the Renegades were already starting to throw it around when it wasn't even strike three. But it was. Umpire did eventually ring him up. And now Fisher steps in with nobody on and two out. First pitch to him. Misses inside. It's now 1-0. Headland strike out swinging. Falcone strikes out looking. And we'll see what Lovich now has in store for Fisher. Into the windup now. The 1-0 pitch is in there a called strike. And Lovich has got the stuff working here in the fifth. He looks really good out there pumping in strikes. Only threw one ball to Wendland, only two to Falcone, and is now on a 1-1 count to Fisher. Here's the delivery. It is low and inside. Actually gets by the glove of Herschler into the backstop. It's now 2-1. Jaden Torbett, excuse me, Jaden Tarbett, waits on deck if this inning were to continue. This would be the first three up, three down for the Renegades, and the first scoreless inning for Renegades pitching but still one more out to get. It looks a whole lot different than the uh, scorecard for either last night's game when pitching was dominant. This one misses up. It's now 3-1. and one. Fisher could walk here and would give Lovich his third walk in an inning and two-thirds, so we'll see what Jackson has got here in a 3-1 count. Two outs, and here comes the pitch. It is grounded to third, but that's foul and out of play. Now runs it to a full count. Lovich now a strike away from ending this inning would give him his third straight strikeout. Renegades trying to keep this just a one-run deficit here. After the foul ball, Fisher back in, holds the hand up for time, and now here we go. 3-2 pitch is way up and in. He lost the handle on that one. He looked at his hand after the pitch. I think he thought that one slipped, and that's a walk here with two outs. That one clearly slipped out of the hand of Lovich. Nowhere near the intended target. Went up over the head of Fisher. He's now on at first base with two outs. Jaden Tarbett in. He's one for two, a single and a strikeout. And a chance here with runner on first base and Fisher now and two outs. Into the box now. First pitch to him is fouled back. And it's now 0-1. Shoulders, the number 10 hitter, is on, on deck. After the foul ball. Tarbit holding up time now back into the batter's box. Here's the 0-1 to him. It snaps in there. That's a called strike. Beautiful delivery by Lovich. It's now 0-2. Once again, another shot at striking out his third batter here. He's got Fisher off of first. Maslowski holds him on. And now incoming the 0-2. Lovich sets at the belt. Quick glance at the runner at first. And here is his delivery. This one called strike three right down the middle. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night to Tarbit. That's a backwards case. Olovich in his second inning of work strikes out the side. He had a great inning in the first scoreless inning for Renegades pitching tonight. So can the Renegades tie things up or take for the lead for the first time tonight? We'll find out when we're back in just a moment. 7-6 crush lead heading to the bottom of the fifth on the Show Me Sports Network. 
running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Woodbat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. So the Renegades finally pitch a scoreless inning on the mound. Now we'll see what's in store at the plates. This has been the closest they have been in the score column since they headed to the second, trailing 2-1. to one. They trail 7-6 now, bottom of the fifth. And Ian North looks at ball one to get his at-bat going. They'll face Wyatt Kepler for the second straight inning. It'll be 9-1-2 and two for the Renegades. They have scored one in the first, three in the third, and two in the fourth. Pitch to Nolf has swung on a miss as he was late on the fastball. It's now 1-1. One one. Nolf is 0-for-1, a strikeout, and then was hit by a pitch in his last time up. Back into the box now. He's got that open stance, left foot kicked out. And here is the 1-0 coming. It's low, and it's now 2-1 and one on the Renegades' second baseman. That's where Nolf is at tonight. Renegades, you've got the all-whites on tonight with the yellow and blue just a little bit on the sides. 2-0. This one is to Nolf. That one is going to miss. It is now three balls and one strike. So after the miss, Nolf back in. The lefty Kepler into the windup. And here comes the pitch to Nolf. It is going to miss just below the knees, and that's a leadoff walk. Renegades have another leadoff base runner. They have had a leadoff base runner in every inning so far. We'll see if it leads to the game-tying run this inning. So Cole Wagner has yet to walk tonight. He is 0 for 2, or actually has walked tonight. He walked his first time up. How could I forget? That raised his total to 22 of them on the season. He does not have a hit tonight, though. He's 0 for 2 with two ground outs. The second baseman now steps in with Nolf at first. First pitch to him is low. This one makes it one ball and no strikes. Wagner's going to have to deal with the lefty-lefty matchup facing Kepler, who in his first inning struck out one walk two, gave up two hits and two runs. 
Wagner in now. Glance of the runner at first. Now the pitch to him is lined out to second on a hop. The second baseman shoulders is going to bobble it and then throw to first, but everybody's safe. Played it out of hop, but he bobbled it, and Wagner hustling up the line. By the time Shoulders regained control of the ball, Wagner more than enough speed to beat it out. And the Renegades now have two on, nobody out thanks to the E4 on Shoulders. Looked to be a little confused too there because he saw Nolf in front of him and thought, I think, too quickly about going to second to get the lead runner, and it just led him to cough up the ball, and then everyone saves. Now Wagner at first, Nolf at second. And M. Gardner, who's been on base all three times, stepping in, tying run now in scoring position. First pitch to him is swung on a miss as Kepler blows the heat by him. 0-1. This is the third straight inning. Now the Renegades have had the tying run into scoring position. They have been kept off the scoreboard just once so far. 0-1 now coming to M. Gardner. This one popped high in the air on the infield. Shortstop Falcone moving out a couple steps into the grass, makes the catch, and records a big out number one as both runners have to stay put. And it'll be up to Ross Lovich now coming to the plate. Barely having to move a couple steps onto the grass was Falcone making the grab. And uh, shortstop for the crush has the first out of this inning, helps out his pitcher Kepler. And now we'll see what Ross Lovich has in store. Just missed an extra base hit on a ball driven to deep right field. Fisher made a running grab to rob him of what would have been extra bases and probably scoring a run. First pitch to Lovich, a swung on a miss late on the heat there. It's now 0-1. Lovich and his other at-bats had a RBI double to left center field in the first and was hit by a pitch, scored a run in the third. He's had a productive night in the three spots. Kepler checks the runner twice now. Here's the pitch to Lovich way outside. That makes it a ball and a strike. Gorling, who's been on base twice and scored twice, waits on deck. Hopefully he's coming up either in a bases loaded situation or in a tie game if Lovich can provide that. One out, runners on first and second, and the 1-1 count coming to Ross Lovich. Pitch is lined to right. That's going to get down, and that's going to be a base hit. Fisher coming in, fields on a hop. They're going to hold the runner at third. Is a perfect one-hop throw coming in. That's a great hold there as the runner going to third. Nope, would have been a dead duck at the plate, but Lovich has got another base hit. He's now two for three, and that loads the bases for Carter Goring coming to the plate. Lovich hit that ball so hard, it basically got to Fisher on one hop, and then Fisher threw an absolute strike to home plate. And a good hold there by the third base coach for the Renegades. But that loads the bases, tying run at third and the go-ahead run at second. Thanks to Lovich loading him up on his second hit of the night. And Gorling, who's got two hits stepping in, has the righty-lefty advantage. First pitch to him is going to bend in there. That's a called strike. Good off-speed pitch there by Kepler, who's already given up two runs. Renegades hoping it'll be some more. They've got an error, a walk, and a single responsible for their three base runners right now. Here's the 0-1 to Goring. This one fouled out of play, 0-2. Big moment in this ball game. Fans have not yet got to see the Renegades with a lead, but Goring could give it to him and get the crowd on their feet if he can punch one into outfield grass. Good speed pretty much all around the base, especially with Wagner at second and Lovich at first. Anyone in the gap maybe even clears the bases. Big pitch coming, 0-2 to Goring is going to bend low and in the dirt. That makes it 1-2. and two. Going last night's starting pitcher gets the DH spot tonight. He's two for three, two runs scored and could add a, at least one RBI to that total if he can come through here and tie this game for the first time since it was 
Checking the runner. Here's the one-two pitch to Goring. It is going to be lined to left center field. That's down a base hit. That's going to tie the game, and that's going to give the Renegades the lead. Wagner in. Ball kicks off the center fielder. Lovitz to second. Now Goring makes it to second. Lovitz to third, and it's now an 8-7 lead for the Renegades. Nolf and Wagner come in to score, and Goring has delivered once again. He's now 3-4 for four on the night. That'll be an RBI single for Goring. He advances to second base on the air. Wagner was going to score regardless of whether that ball was kicked away or not. So two RBIs for Goring. And Renegades have their first lead of this entire ball game. And now two more in scoring position with Lovich literally moving up to third and Goring into second base. And that will also lead to a mound visit as this inning beginning to unravel for Queen City. So Renegades now on top, 8-7, to seven, thanks to Carter Gorlick. Man, has he had a good last 24 hours. He's 3-for-4 tonight, three singles and two RBIs here in this one. It was originally going to be runners at first and second, if not for the error, but runners move up to second and third, and that makes it an 8-7 lead. Apologize for the silence, was updating one of the reporters who was here at the ballpark, then had to leave to get things put together for the news at 9.30. Needed to text him the score. So Renegades now up 8-7, to seven, bottom 5, and a chance for more with runners at 2nd and 3rd. Ott now in. He drove in two runs tonight, and first pitch to him, grounded foul off to the left side. The crush bring the infield in. They've got everyone on the grass Hoping to keep this an 8-7 ball game if Ott puts one on the ground on the infield. So Ott back into the box now. Here comes the 0-1 pitch to him. It misses low and away. It's now 1-1. If you're just joining this inning, Renegades have been trailing the entire game. Came into the bottom of the fifth down 7-6. Then loaded the bases with one out. Carter Gorling in a two-strike count. Delivered a two-RBI single to center. Moved up to second on the error. Here's the pitch to Odd. It's outside. It's now 2-1. and one. Colin Shreves waits on deck. Lovich hit a hard-hit single to right field. He stands at third base. Odd back into the box now. Renegades... Got the lead, slight open stance for Ott, and here comes the 2-1 pitch. This one ripped to left, but that is foul. If that stays fair, that's easily scoring two. But it is going to bend out of play, so it's now two balls and two strikes. So far tonight in his three previous plate appearances, Ott flew out to right, then reached on a fielder's choice and an error in the third, drove in a run there, and then singled to left for an RBI in the fourth. 2-2 count now. Runners take their leads, and the pitch to Odd is up and away. That runs it all the way full. First base is open, so could load the bases, but would bring up Shreves in a bases-loaded situation with one out. Renegades already leading 8-7. It's been a rough inning in the third so far for Kepler. He's given up four runs. And now here comes the 3-2 to Ott. It is hit in the air to left, but that is going to get foul into the trees out of play. He put a good swing on that one, but was out in front. And we'll have to do the full count pitch once again. For Kepler's giving up the four runs, only three will be earned as Wagner, who scored to give the Renegades the lead, reached on an error. If more score could be even more unearned, depending on what Ott does here. 
3-2 pitch once again after the foul. Ott's back in, and here it comes. It is swung on, grounded to the right side. First baseman has one play. That's to the bag as Lovich scores. Ott is retired, but hits so weakly that Run is able to score for the Renegades. It's now 9-7 as Ross Lovich crosses the plate. Productive at that at bat there for Colby Ott, his third RBI of the night. So third run of the inning comes in for Jefferson City. Moving up to third on the play was going, so another base hit could make this 10-7 in favor of the Renegades. And we up to Colin Shreve, his reach base all three times, a single and two walks. Pitch to Shreve is hit in the air, out to center field. Lumley is going to come in a few steps now, sizes it up, and makes the catch for out number three. That will end the inning. But the Renegades have a lead, ladies and gentlemen. They push across three runs and take a 9-7 lead. We'll head to the six now. We'll be right back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverville Christian Academy calling at 573 634 3983. Bunch of changes for the Renegades as we head to the sixth inning. Renegades been given their first lead of the night and a whole lot of switching going on. I didn't even have time to finish all of it before we got into the end of this inning. I'll bring that to you as we go. Ross Lovich, 
was taking that time to try and listen to our PA announcer, Joe, and try and follow around who else had joined the game. I know everyone now but who is in right field. To new pitcher is Cole Wagner. He comes in from center. Moving from first to third is Maslowski. Gorwin comes in from the DH to first. Shreves to second and Ross Lovich to center. Only the question left is who is in right field. Cole Wagner's first pitch is a strike. It's now 0-1 on Ryan's shoulders. We have just learned that it's Taylor Hopkins and Wright. So a whole lot of new positions for the Renegades this inning. This will be fun. A lot of guys playing spots they have not played so far yet this season. So once again, as it's one and one on shoulders, it's Hopkins and Wright, Wovich in center, growing at first, Shreves at second, Imgarn at short, Mazlowski at third, and Wagner into pitch. Those were all the changes. As this one swung on a miss, Wagner's now ahead one ball and two strikes on shoulders. So not only does Wagner score the run in the bottom of the sixth or bottom of the fifth to give the Renegades the lead, but then Wagner comes in to pitch here. The fourth pitcher for the Renegades in relief of Jackson Lovich. And he's now had one and two on Ryan's shoulders. Lefty pitching Wagner into the windup now. The one-two pitch to Soldiers is way upstairs. It's now even at two balls and two strikes. So Renegades could go the final four innings and win this one if they can hold on to this lead. It's going to start with Wagner here. Who knows who else we will see come into pitch. The 2-2 is going to bend in there, swung on a miss. That's strike three. And Wagner has struck out the first batter he's faced. I think he surprised himself with how beautiful of a curveball that was. And he got a swing and a miss. Four strikeout number one in the first out here of the sixth inning. That is now three or four out of the last five batters for the crush have been strikeout victims against Lovich and now Wagner into the ball game. My scorecard now looks like a whole mess thanks to all the defensive switches. Isaac Miller in. This one misses up. It's now 1-0. Only, only people who didn't switch were Herschler and Odd and Imgarden. Everyone else switched in this inning position. This one in their strike. It's now 1-1 one one on the leadoff batter for the crush. Miller hits here in the six. He's two for three. Two singles. A run scored also reached on an error. 1-1 one, one pitch to him. Misses low and inside off the inside corner. It's now 2-1 and one on the left fielder. Tanner Lumley waits on deck. First time that this squad has been trailing all game long. Two one pitch now is going to miss. It's now three and one. Wagner in danger of having his first base runner reach. I'm going to guess as well that Ian Nolf moved from second into the DH. Actually, I don't know if that's possible. Three one pitch is fouled off. It's now three and two, so he may see a new DH. I don't think you can move someone from the field into the DH. So I guess we see someone replace Ian Nolf. He's due up third next inning. That would be my guess here at the moment. That's a whole lot of fun figuring out defensive positions like that. Wagner's in a 3-2 count against Isaac Miller. Nobody on one out. Here's the pitch. It is swung on a miss. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Wagner. And a little pose there for the left-handed pitcher after he blows the heat by him. Man, does he look good. Back-to-back -back strikeout swing here to begin the sixth. He finished the, uh, the follow-through on that pitch and then just stopped on the left side of the mound as if to say, yeah, I got good enough stuff like that. That was a fun strikeout right there so he gets Miller and shoulders on strikes now will face Lumley with nobody on and two out Renegades looking for back-to-back -back scoreless innings after they had given up a run or more on each of the first four Renegades up 9-7 this pitch way upstairs it's now 1-0 on Lumley he's been all over the base pass tonight 
Doubled an RBI, scored a run in the first, had an infield single, stole a base in the second, then walked and scored in the fourth. Into the box. Now the 1-0 coming from Wagner. This misses low below the... Nope, that's a called strike. I don't know about that one, but we'll take it. It's 1-1. One one. Thought that one easily came in below the knees, but they call it a strike, so Wagner will say thank you very much. It's now 1-1. One one. Renegades have the infield playing straight up. The newly shuffled infield. Into the windup now. Here comes Wagner's pitch. It swung on a miss on the high fastball. It's now one ball and two strike. Let's see if Wagner, just like Lovich did last inning, can strike out the side. This would be one-upping Lovich because Lovich did allow the one walk last inning. Wagner could do it just three up, three down. Here we go. The one-two pitch coming. It's way inside. Came with the slider there and could not find the handle. Actually went behind the bat of Lumley. And that makes it two balls and two strikes. On deck hitter Alec Bolt will have to run over and get the foul ball. So now we'll do the 2-2 pitch. Top of the sixth inning. Renegades have been on a tear on offense and let's see if they can continue up the pitching that they've got scoreless the last two innings. liner has got the sign. Herscher sets up low and away. The 2-2 is fouled straight back and we'll do it again. So Wagner Leadoff hitter tonight was in center field, then makes the move onto the mound, and he has struck out his first two. Could see him for another inning if he can finish this one off. He's got a 2-2 count against Lumley. Into the lineup, the pitch is fouled off again, and a good battle now forming between Tanner Lumley and Cole Wagner, center fielder versus former center fielder. Just about two hours and 20 minutes into this one and here we sit in the top of the six renegades lead nine to seven thanks so much for joining us on the show me sports network here's the two two once again from wagner it is swung on a miss and wagner has struck out the side and struts off the mound after a dominating top of the sixth inning one of the best we have seen here on the season from a renegade starter man did he look good so with that we'll head to the bottom of the sixth inning well, renegades looking to add on they lead this one nine to seven we'll be right back on the show me sports network Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. 
By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Final warm-up pitch just thrown by Kepler. He's back out there for a third inning of work. So far, he has struck out one, walked three, given up four hits and four earned runs, and now pitches for the trailing Queen City Crush. Haven't been able to say that a whole lot tonight, but some real momentum now for the Renegades after they scored three runs last inning to take the lead, and then the dominating performance on the mound by Cole Wagner pitching tonight in an exhibition game and striking out the side. How about that? That's baseball for you. Joe Hirschler now in as the Renegades come to bat. He swings and misses. Want to remind everyone about Walkoff Wood Bat Company, handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walkoff Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours as the 1 0 pitch to Hirschler misses outside. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45 day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin, bat grips, and batting gloves. To find your confidence at the plate, give Walk Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816 261 1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hersler swung and missed at the 1-1 pitch, so it's now 1-2 on the Renegades catcher. He's had a good night at the plate. Two fielders' choices and drove in an RBI both times. Looks at a ball here to make it 2-2. Two two. Also singled on the night. Hits now to lead off the sixth, bottom of the sixth inning. Renegades looking to play add on. They lead by two. They scored in every inning but the second. And now it'll be Hersler, Maslowski, and I believe a pinch hitter because I assume Nolf would have came out of the ball game on all those defensive changes for the Renegades last inning. Time was called before the 2-2 pitch, so we'll hold for just a second. Renegades coming off of four wins in their last five, all at home as the second half of this week. They have played a whole bunch here at Vivian Field. Now we're ready. Kepler back on the bump, and here comes his 2-2 to Herschler. It is swung and just fouled off, and that keeps the count alive. Two balls and two strikes. Maslowski, who's 0 for 3, waits on deck, and then do not know yet who we will see to follow. Looks like the ump's going to go out and bring a new baseball to the pitcher, Kepler, before we get this 2-2 pitch once again. It was fouled off by Herschler, him and the catcher. Weatherly having a nice little conversation while that was taking place. Now we're ready to go. Everyone's back in their respective spots. Catcher Weatherly down into the crowd. Herschler back into the box. And Kepler sets. Here comes the 2-2. It is low, and that runs it all the way full. Nice at bat being worked here by the Renegades catcher, Joe Herschler. He has ran it full and looks for his second hit of the night or reaching for the fourth time tonight if he does not get a hit but walks. So it's a three ball, two strike counts. Kepler sets, the lefty kicks the leg and delivers. It is grounded or actually flown on the fly out to shoulders at second and he makes the catch. That's a line out for out number one as Herschler is retired. Looks like Kepler might have even jammed him there and got that one on the fly to shoulders. So that's out number one here in the sixth. So Levi Mislowski steps in now. Looks like it is going to be Ian Nolf on deck. So I guess you can move someone from defense into the DH. Maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. 
Regardless, Ianolf is still in this game and he's waiting on deck. So he now takes the role of DH. Pitch to Meslowski is low and outside. That makes it 1-0. He has flown out and struck out twice. one -oh pitch coming to Levi. Misses inside. It's now two balls and no strikes. Just overheard behind me, which makes a lot of sense because the only new person to come in last inning was Taylor Hopkins and Wright. So that should be who should be replaced on the Anolf on deck, but maybe just Kodexibation, it was just a straight defense. You can kind of do whatever you want in these games, and I believe that's what's happening. 2-0 pitch coming to Meslowski. Swung on a miss, makes it 2-1. and one. And to the box now is Maslowski. He's ahead two balls and a strike. He waits the pitch. It is a called strike at the knee. Is good location there by Kepler. It's now two and two. Yeah, it is certainly Ian Nolf on deck, but if you're looking at just all the switches that took place last night. Should be Taylor Hopkins who came in and played right field because there were no new additions outside of that. Just changes. This pitch bends off the outside corner. Catcher Weatherly stood up. He thought that was strike three, but did not get the call, and that runs at full. He even stood up and tapped Maslowski on the knee. On he was out right there, but did not get the call. Now we'll see what 3-2 brings. Some new life for the Renegades third baseman. And here comes the delivery. It is going to be off the glove. Nope, Maslowski did not make contact, and that's going to be ball four. Thought he originally found that, but that's a ball. And he heads down to first base with a walk. He's on with one out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. It's the first time Levi reaches base tonight. Renegades once again have a base runner. They had had a leadoff base runner on every inning up until this point. Now have one with one out for Ian Nolf, who came out of the game on defense last inning, but still evidently in the game, and will step in with one out and one on. They have the first baseman, Bolt, holding on the runner at first base, so a lot of room to work with on the right side if Nolf can find it. Bats with that open stance, left foot kicked out, and here's the first pitch to him. It is off the inside corner. That's a ball 1-0. One zero pitch now coming as Noel steps in the box. Not a big lead at first. This one is fouled straight back. It's now one ball and one strike. Noel so far tonight struck out looking, hit by a pitch, and walked. Scored a run when he walked. That was in the fifth inning. Scored the first run last inning when the Renegades put up three total. Came back from around 7-6 to leading 9-7. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Noel. It's fouled back again. It's now one ball and two strikes. So Renegades this inning have gone line out and walk. That's where we currently stand looking to add on to what is a two-run lead. They've got nine more outs to get on the pitching side. Nolf back in now after back-to-back -back foul balls. Maslowski off of first base. They do hold him on. Lefty Kepler looking to complete inning number three on the mound. And here comes the one-two to Nolf. It skips in there and gets by the catcher. That's going to go to the backstop. And Maslowski is going to move up to second base on the missed catch by the catcher Weatherly would assume that'll go as a pass ball. Regardless, it runs the count to two and two and Maslowski up to second base. And with Cole Wagner waiting on deck, Renegades have a runner in scoring position. So Nolf back in now. It's a two ball, two straight count, one out. Straight up defense for the crush. And here comes the pitch. It is swung on a missed as Kepler blew the fastball by him. That's a strikeout swinging his second strikeout on the night. And Renegade are now going to need a two-out hit if they want to get it to double-digit runs here in the sixth inning. 
So back to the top of the lineup, center fielder and pitcher Cole Wagner stepping in. So far tonight, he is 0 for 3, a walk, two groundouts, and an error. Every time he's put the ball in play, it's been on a ground towards the second baseman's shoulders. Break that trend here and give the Renegades their 10th run. Maslowski out at second base. First pitch to Wagner hit in the air, foul ground, but I believe they'll have a play. One lane is out after it in foul territory. He makes the over-the-shoulder catch. Nice run and grab for the crushed third baseman. And that will end the inning as Wagner is retired. So the Renegades go scoreless for the first time since the second. And we'll head to the seventh inning. Renegades lead this one 9-7 on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Cole Wagner back out on the mound in the seventh inning. It'll be hard to top what he did in the sixth as he came on for the pitching appearance for the Renegades and struck out the side. He got shoulders, Miller and Lumley to go down on strikes as the Renegades will turn to him here for the seventh. They lead this one nine to seven. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks so much for tuning in with me tonight. Coming to you live from the Dock and Norm Direct broadcast booth official transportation provider of the Renegades. They'll be taking us to Nevada next Wednesday and then four times, or actually six times in the last week and a half to various locations as the Renegades will close out their regular season. Just about two weeks left in the season. And although this week doesn't, excuse me, this game does not count, important for the Renegades to get things rolling as they're in a battle to potentially host the playoff game if they can vault their way into second in the division or even win the division. They're only a couple games back of first place. They currently trail both Joplin and Sedalia. So Wagner back on the mound. He'll face Bolt in his first pitch as I called strike at the knees. It's now 0-1. I'm sure he'd love to keep the strikeout streak going. He'll face Bolt, Weatherly, and Mulholland. 3-4-5 in the order for the crush. And we'll see now what Wagner's got in store for inning number two on the mound. Here's his 0-1 delivery. It is going to miss upstairs. It's now 1-1. One one. Renegades went scoreless in the bottom of the sixth. That was the first time they did not put up at least a run on the board since the second. They still lead by 2-9-7. Lefty Wagner into the lineup. Here's his 1-1. It is hit in the air. Foul, but it might be playable. First baseman going after it, but it's going to fall just in front of the first baseman going and the right fielder. That's Taylor Hopkins. It does make it a one-ball, two-strike count as it kind of just fell there in no man's land. Three players went after it. The first baseman, the second baseman, Shreves, and the right fielder, Hopkins, but no one really had a real shot at it. And I'll make it one ball and two strikes. Pretty interesting that Hopkins came into this game in right, but I don't think we're going to see him bat unless they are just going to slot him in wherever. Maybe they add a 10th hitter. The Crush have had one all game. They could do the same with Hopkins. I don't really think there's a whole lot of rules in terms of lineup construction for this one. 1-2 one, now coming to Bolt. It is swung on, grounded to the left side. That's foul. Also close to a ball put in play. We wouldn't want to break up Wagner's strikeout streak. He's looking for number four in a row. 
He's had the off-speed working in the two-strike counts. He tried to go with it right there in a 1-2, and Bolt was all over it, but just out in front. We'll see if Wagner comes back to the heat now after Bolt connected, at least put the ball in foul territory. Here's the 1-2 now. Come on, Wagner. It looked like he shook off something at first from Hersler, who sets low and away. The pitch is fouled off, and we'll do the 1-2 once again as it gets over our heads out of play. That one is looking to be creek-bound. Bolt struck out his first two times, then was hit by a pitch in an 0-2 count in at bat in the fourth, then came around to score. Wouldn't want to have the hat trick for his sake, but for Wagner's sake, we're looking for strikeout number four in a row. Quite wave of the bat by Bolt. He now sets it. Here's the 1-2 pitch. It is fouled off again in a battle now formed between Bolt and Wagner. Bolt refusing to give in to Wagner here with nobody on to start this seventh inning. Renegades got nine more outs to get to win this exhibition matchup against Queen City. They lead 9-7, but the way the offenses have been going, they may need more than nine to win this one. Although Wagner pitched a brilliant sixth, he's back out for the seventh. His 1-2 pitch is low and inside. That one bent way down in the dirt. It's now two balls and two strikes. In his three at-bats in the sixth inning, he went 2-2 two -two to Shoulder before striking him out, 3-2 to Miller, struck him out, and then 2-2 two -two to Lumley before the K, so... This is not a new thing here, and a you know, two-bar, two-two count, three-two count for Wagner. And here comes the two-two once again. It is upstairs, and that runs it all the way full. A good battle here between Bolt and Wagner. Bolt has lit off some close pitches and also fouled off just about everything that Wagner has thrown at him in this at bat. I think we're looking at pitch eight or nine coming up in this plate appearance. Wagner into the lineup. Here comes his 3-2 delivery. It is just upstairs. And that's the first to reach against Wagner. Had to lead off walk here in the seventh. Bolt with a very nice at bat. Took some very close pitches there. And he's now at first base with no one out to get this top of the seventh inning going. So Bolt now reaches the last two times after striking out the first two. And Nathan Weatherly, the catcher and a right-handed hitter, will step in to face the lefty Cole Wagner. Would assume they're trying to get through the seventh out of Wagner and then maybe find someone to pitch the eighth and the ninth. Wagner's already fourth pitcher that the Renegades have used. I'm sure they don't want to burn through everyone in just an exhibition game. Probably why they're turning to guys like Wagner and Wovich, not guys that you usually see coming out of the Renegades' pen. I believe this is Wagner's first pitching appearance, and for Lovich, I think it was just the second. First pitch to Weatherly is in there, a called strike. He came with the fastball and got him to look at it. It's now 0-1. They have the first baseman going, holding on Bolt at first. It's first baseman and first baseman over there. Not a big lead for Bolt. They're going to throw over to first, but back in in plenty of time was the runner. Lefty Wagner basically looking right at him, so not a big lead. Would assume not a big threat to steal. Down in 0-1 count, Weatherly, who is 1 for 2, has a double, a strikeout, and a walk. Steps back in. First base runner and a couple innings for the crush. This one misses. It's now one ball, one strike. Renegades had given up runs in each of the first four innings, at least one run in each of the first four, and then put up zeros on the scoreboard in the fifth and the sixth, looking to do it again in the seventh. But Wagner now having to pitch out of the stretch for the first time after he lost Bolt to a leadoff walk. Now we'll deliver the 1-1 to Weatherly. It's fouled back now 1-2. and two. Good sign for Wagner and all five hitters. He has worked ahead quickly. Has not fallen behind in a whole lot of counts. And he is not afraid to pump in strikes. Really the walk to Bull, you can't really play him. It went so many pitches and he just kept fouling everything off. 
that the two at the end that didn't miss by a whole lot both took aren't even really bad pitches by Wagner so don't want to discredit his ability to pump strikes in there now we'll see if he can do it and put away Weatherly here he sets he will bring up the right leg and fire home the pitch way behind the batter that's going to bounce off the backstop and moving up to second base on the play is Bolts and now a runner in scoring position for the Crush who trailed this thing 9-7 to seven in the top of the seventh inning this is about the time that each of the games the last couple of nights were ending and here we sit at 9.43 and we're only in the seventh inning thanks to so many runs have being scored on both sides only four total half innings out of the 12 have been ended with zeros on the scoreboard so now after the very wild pitch that actually went behind the batter Weatherly it's a two ball two strike count Bolts at second base Wagner looking for strikeout number four he checks the runner once and now we'll deliver the 2-2. Two -two. It is not. Nope, it is a called strike three. That was about the least emphatic strike three call I think I've ever seen. And that's a backwards K. Wagner's fourth, and that's out number one. Herschler seemed to think he was strike three, and the batter Weatherly seemed to think he was strike three, but the umpire made no motion and then gave about the saddest lawnmower rip of a strike three call I think I've ever seen. It all means the same, no, and that's a strikeout. Wagner's fourth, and he's got out number one here in the seventh. So now Mulholland steps in, pitched, started this game. Now time is called. Wagner now sets. Runner off a second base. Here's his pitch to Mulholland. It is in there a call strike now 0-1 on Mulholland who walked twice, reached on an infield single, drove in two runs on that infield single. So he's had a very productive day at the plate and now is behind her no one counts. Pitch now coming to him, misses up, that now makes it a one ball, one strike count. Wagner just struck out his fourth batter after letting the runner move up second in bolts. Now he's got runner on second with one out, nine seven ball game, Renegade delete it. back into the windup now this one fouled straight back and now once again Wagner moves ahead of a hitter it's one ball two strike as he continues now to his six hitter face get ahead in the counts so now a strike away from another victim if Wagner can put down Muhawan right here here's the one two it is swung on and missed and to the surprise of no one, Wagner racks up another strikeout as he continues to deal here his fifth strikeout and out number two here in the inning. We'll see if he can go for six here coming up against Brock Wenland and get the third out of the seventh inning. This inning started with a walk before Weatherly and Muhammad have struck out. Wagner's now got five strikeouts to go with the one walk, no hits allowed. First pitch skips in there, nice block by Herschler. It's now 1-0 on Wenland. He popped out, singled, and struck out swinging in his first three plate appearances. Gabe Falcone, the shortstop, waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Wagner now sets at the belt. They don't really hold the runner on. This one misses low. It's now 2-0. and Renegades pitching now up to 12 strikeouts combined through their six and two-thirds inning. So they, four pitchers have matched the strikeout total of Carter Goring last night in just about the same amount of innings. One less out 
2-0 pitch coming to one land is in there a called strike beautiful off speed there by Wagner he's now got it two and one on the third baseman for Queen City he's the tying run here in the seventh Renegades got to get seven more outs to secure a victory here Wagner looking to complete inning number two here comes the 2-1 to one land it's swung and foul tipped into the glove of Hersler it's now two balls and two strikes as Wagner's got both the off speed and the heat working here tonight let's see if he can pump one more in there and finish off this inning with number six via the K so runner that's both he was at second with nobody out still at that very same spot now with two outs two balls two strikes and a two run Renegades lead and Wagner and Hirsch are not on the same page there so time is going to be called Wagner struck out shoulders Miller Lumley Weatherly and Mulholland now looking to make one length the next via the K. 2-2 pitch coming. It is just off the outside corner. Probably a good call. Looked to be maybe a little outside. But I don't think Herschler or really any of the fans here like that call. There was a massive grill. And they were looking for strikeout number six. They wanted it for the Renegades pitcher and center fielder. But didn't get the call. And that makes it a 3-2 count. Best way to fix that call is come right back for one right here. Here comes the 3-2 from Wagner. It skips in there. Runner's going to move up to third as the ball kicks away. And that is a walk now. Runner's at the corner. Still two outs for the crush. Wagner looks like he tried to throw the heck out of that baseball. And ball didn't even make it to home plate before it bounced. And that also bounced far enough way to allow Bolt to move up to third. Wagner loses Winland on the second walk of the innings. Now first and third, that's the tying run out at first base. Coach came up to the step of the dugout. Don't think they're going to take Wagner out. I'd give him a shot here to try and finish off this inning. He's not allowed a hit in his inning in two-thirds of work. Just the two walks. That'll be Wenlin at first, Bolt at third. We'll see if they try and put Wenlin in motion and move the tying run into scoring position. They have Goring holding him on at first base. Or at third, Bolt's not as big of an influence. First pitch is way high. That makes it ball one to Gabe Falcone. He is 0 for 3, 2 the tune of a fly out of fielder's choice and a strikeout does have one RBI. But now if Cole Wagner could get one more out, would finish two innings of no-run baseball. Also has five strikeouts. 1-0 pitches up and in. It's now 2-0. Back-to-back batters. Wagner has fallen behind. He came back to one land to make it 2-2, two and two, then walked him. Now we'll see if he can do the same but finish with an out number three here against Falcone. Sets, swung on a miss, that's into the glove of Herschler, and that makes it two and one as Wagner bounces right back to get the strike swinging. And now right back in this one, just a two one count on Falcone. Runner off first base, Wenland, runner off a third, Bolts. Wenland at first is the tying run, nine seven game. Two one is fouled back, and now Wagner once again a strike away. It's two and two. And the lefty center fielder and now relief pitcher needs just one more. Can you fire in one more rocket out of that left-hand arm and send us into the bottom of the seventh inning? Send us into the seventh inning stretch. Stand and swing to the stand and sing to the tune of potentially six strikeouts for Wagner. He sets at the bell. Here we go. The 2-2 pitch is low and inside. That makes it three and two. I believe they do have someone warming and maybe even ready in the bullpen. So if Wagner loses Falcone here to load the bases with two outs. It may be the end of the line for them. With full count and two outs, they're going to pull Goring off the bag at first and play him behind the runner, Winlet. He will get a head start. Runner on third won't be able to go, but the runner on first is going. The 3-2 pitch. This is popped up 
behind home plate, but that's going to get out of play, so we'll do it again. Wendland getting the head start on the 3-2 pitch, so Falcone puts one in a gap here, could potentially knot this one all the way up at a 9-9 score. Falcone back in now. It was a foul ball on the previous pitch. Wagner looking to get the final strike, the final out here of this seventh inning. Kicks the leg, the 3-2. Swung on and missed! And chasing the high fastball for strike three. Down goes Falcone. And Wagner has struck out six and two innings and gets the deserved round of applause from the crowd and the teammates on his way back to the dugout. So it keeps it a 7-9 score. Three straight scoreless innings for Renegades pitching and we'll head to the bottom of the seventh inning. 9-7 Renegades lead this one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727 421 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Head into the bottom of the seventh inning after the seventh inning stretch here at the ballpark. A beautiful rendition that involved all the fans here in attendance. That was a lot of fun. And now the top of this Renegades lineup coming up to hit against a new pitcher, another lefty, Josh Buxton. It comes up onto the mound in replace of Wyatt Kepler. We saw Josh Buxton pinch run early in this game. He pinch ran for Trey Muholland. Now takes the mound as a pitcher, so he's been used in a variety of ways. I'm sure that the Crush are hoping to at least get maybe a couple innings out of him. Renegades lead this one 9-7 in the bottom of the seventh inning, and Andrew Imgarn and to lead it off against Buxton. 
first pitch is swung on a miss as he blew the fastball by him for strike one. It'll be Imgard and Roslovich and Carter Goring to follow. Colby Ott will come to the plate if any of them can reach. Imgard back into the box. Now it's a lefty-lefty matchup. The wind-up, the kick, and the 0-1 delivery is lined out to left. That's going to get just past the dive of Falcone and into the outfield for a leadoff base hit. Imgard's got his first hit of the night and his fourth time on base as he starts the spot of the seventh with a single to left field. So Imgarn goes opposite way to line that one out just past the diving glove of Gabe Falcone, and that's a leadoff base runner for, for the Jefferson City Renegades. Now leading off of first base is Andrew Imgarn. Ross Lovich, who has a couple hits in RBI tonight, steps in. Lefty. Kicks, looks at him, now delivers to Lovich, misses up high, 1-0. Joining us on the broadcast for this seventh inning, Adonis Forte, Renegades outfielder and usually in the top of the line if it leadoff hitter. Adonis, how are you doing tonight? I just lost my voice cheering on my teammate from Rockers, Cole Wagner, getting six Ks tonight. He's doing good. <laughs> Throw over to first base. Yeah, how does that make you feel from the dugout when he comes in and then in two innings strikes out six batters? I mean, that was, a, that was pretty electric. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm losing my voice right now. <laughs> So Lovich in in a 1-0 count. Imgarn off of first base. Renegades lead at 9-7 here in the seventh inning. This one bounced in there, but Imgarn will stay put. So now 2-0. So for you, is it like you've been so present at the top of the lineup all season long, rarely an off day here. Is it kind of fun to just to sit and, like you said, cheer on your teammates on the dugout? Yeah, but it's a different feel. I love cheering on my teammates. Uh, get a chance to relax for a day before I go to the All-Star game. And yeah, I'm loving it so far. This game is exciting. 2-0 pitch coming to Lovich. Nope, a throw over to first. So talk about that all-star game tomorrow. How excited are you to get to participate in that in Clarinda? Oh, yeah, I like the field. I feel like it's going to be really fun watching Luke hit bombs tomorrow and playing in the game, uh, meeting all types of new people, the best players from the league. 2-0 pitch coming to Lovich is going to miss low now. 3-0. and and, yeah, you guys, the Renegades, are sending so many representatives to Corinda tomorrow. What does it say about you guys? A, a whole lot of all-stars you guys are sending to Iowa. Yeah, we have some, some pretty good guys. you have the list on you or no? I don't have the total list. I know some names off the top of my head. I can look at the yeah. roster and probably name some off for you. It is a 3-0 pitch coming to Ross Lovich. Yeah, do you have the list, Ashley? 3-0 pitch to Lovich. is grounded out to second base, hit slowly. Shoulders is going to field it and throw to first. And it's just in time to get Lovich. A bang-bang play at the bag. Could have gone either way. But that is out number one as Imgard moves up to second base on the play. Lovich out on the fielder's choice, and that's out number one here in the seventh. So, yeah, as you look at that list, I mean, got to be pretty fun, especially because you guys have both in the hitting department and the pitchers. I mean, you guys have a well-rounded group that you're sending to Iowa. Yeah, a lot of solid players, good pitchers, Tanner. What's his ERA? He's, like, he's oh, been his pitching really good. ERA is sitting at, I believe it's in the ones. Yeah, 1.13 yep. in 13 appearances. Yep, he's been killing it. <laughs> Gorling in with Imgarn at second base. This pitch is a called strike. So tell us a little bit. You had your dad out here for family weekend. Was that pretty Was that pretty fun of him out last night at the ballpark? Yeah, he's always yelling, being loud. Got to talk to him. That's why we were good friends. Yeah. <laughs> 0-1 pitch coming to Carter Gorling, who's got three hits tonight, drove in two runs. 
0-1 pitch to him is flown route to the right side. That's Faust now 0-2. Speaking of Carter Gorong, he punched out 12 last night in seven innings. Does that make your job easy when you're just mowing him down? You don't have to do a whole lot out there yeah, in the field. I don't think I had a single play last night. I was just chilling the whole time. He was dicing, throwing everything slider, fastball. He was pitching. And I uh, went out to dinner with him last night with his family, went to B-dubs. So he was pretty happy good, in good spirits. Yeah, he's a dog. Absolutely. And we had him on after the game. He was great to have on in the postgame show. Great to have Adonis Forte with us here in the seventh inning as that one just misses. to Nope, it was called strike three. Sorry, I didn't see the called strike three call. So Gorwin goes down on the backwards case. Tell us a little bit to you because you played a great center field all year. What is a little bit of your approach like when you're standing out there pre-pitch, stuff like that? Uh, my approach at the plate is to hit first pitch fastball away, expect fastball, and react to off speed, and just trying to get on, just trying to get on base. Work the count. I can hit anything if I, if I do get out, I make the adjustment the next, next at bat. But yeah, just hitting first pitch fastball away, middle away is my approach. Now Colby Ott stepping in. Imgarn still at second. This one is a. Ball going away. This inning started with a single by Imgard and Sinsulovic out on a ground out and Gorling on a strikeout. Adonis Forte joining us. Renegades all-star, so he'll head to Iowa tomorrow in Clarinda. Renegades were just there about a week ago. But now going back for the all-star all festivities as this pitch will not be delivered. So you guys have won four out of your last five. How are the vibes looking like for you guys? Because it feels like you're starting to maybe point the arrow up a little bit. Yeah, so after like our, our losing streak, we snapped out of it. We started to congregate way more in fellowship and get closer with the team. And we decided not to lose. And, like, we have, like, a little catchphrase now. It's called Renegade Nation. Let's ride. There you go. <laughs> Love to hear that. It's now a 2-0 count on Colby Ott. So tell us a little about what the chemistry is like. Has it grown as the season has, has kind of gone on here into the month of July? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I went to the teammates. We hang out at Ian's house, Ian Knopf's house, the first baseman. And we've just been vibing and having a good time, and but our mind's clear now and we get to play the best ball we can, taking better cuts, especially with the coach. Our coach is really good, Coach D'Amelia. 3-0 count now to Colby Ott. So you've been really involved with the community this summer, done a whole lot of stuff. Can you tell us a little about, especially with some of the reading that you've been doing here in Jefferson City? Yeah, so we just got back from the Boys and Girls Club reading and that was pretty fun. They were excited, asking us a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> like if Ashley is my agent, and I told her she was my agent. So she basically is, and my mom. <laughs> and uh, we did another reading at, at the park for the library, and that was fun too with Carter and Jack. Thought we almost had ball four there for a second to Colby. Odd was on his way down to first base, but it was a called strike. So it's now three and one to the Renegades. Now left fielder. 3-1 pitch now coming is going to be low. So now Ott gets his walk. Emgarn will stay put at second base. Now first and second with two outs, and here comes Colin Shreves. Your guys' roster as a whole has so many guys that can play so many different positions. Is that kind of cool to see guys like what Cole Wagner has done and other guys like Jackson who play the field and then come in and pitch, stuff like that? Is that cool for you to watch? I don't know how well you were able to hear that because I've got the PA going on as Adonis Forte joining us with two on and two outs here in the seventh inning now I'll get back to it so what I was trying to ask there is it fun to see guys like Jackson and Cole guys that have been playing the field you then come in pitch show to the versatility of your roster yeah that's crazy I never knew they can do that and they're just performing and putting them on the show for us tonight Shreve's now up with two on first pitch to him 
Ben's in there, a called strike. This is Josh Buxton on the mound for the uh, Queen City Crush. Just entered the game in this inning. So this is the first time you guys have played an exhibition game. Were you guys kind of in, in warm-ups and stuff like that, taking the same approach, even though this game is really not going to count in the records? Uh, we're a little bit, we're a little bit more loose today, and that's why I think we're hitting way better today. Shreves pops out here to end the inning. Well, Adonis, I appreciate so much you coming on with us in the seventh inning, and wish you nothing but success and a whole lot of fun tomorrow at the All-Star Game. Good luck. Yes, sir. Thank you. All righty. You want to say something? <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> All righty. Love the shout-out there. We're going to head to the eighth inning. Renegades lead this one 9-7. to seven. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Capital City and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Couple changes as we head to the top of the eighth inning. Renegades looking to hold on to a nine seven, excuse me, a nine seven lead. Trying to listen to some of the change we're having is they're not making it easy with everyone moving around left and right. Give me two seconds and I'll have all of those for you. Alrighty, I think we've got all of them figured out. So Cole Wagner is done on the night on the bump, but man was he spectacular. He went two innings, pitched, struck out six, walked two, did not give up a hit or a run. And the Renegades are now just two innings away of getting a win here. Now to get through all the defensive changes since they just continue to move players around. So Levi Menslowski returns to first where he started tonight. Shreves returns to third. So they're back to their original positions. Hopkins comes in from right into second base. Cole Wagner goes from the mound to right. And Ian Nolf now on the hill pitching for the Renegades. Hope you're able to caught, catch all of that. I'll try and give a whole infield outfield update in just a moment. Nolf's first pitch 
is going to miss outside for a ball. It's now 1-0 and to Aaron Fisher. It'll be 8-9-10 and 10 in the Crushes lineup, who trail 9-7 here in the eighth. Renegades now using our fifth pitcher of the night in Ian Nolf. It's going to be hard for him to top what Cole Wagner just did. 1-0 pitch in their strike. It's now 1-1. One one. So let's just give you the overall Renegades defense. First, Meslowski, Second base, Hopkins. Shortstop, Ingarners. Third base, Shreves. Left field, Ott. Center field, Lovich. Right field, Wagner. Herschler behind the, behind the dish. Only three Renegades defenders are still playing the position where they started. That tells you all we need to know. That's a whole lot of fun here at this exhibition game. And my scorecard now looks closer to a coloring book. Once again, thanks so much to Adonis Forte. Pleasant enough to join us in the bottom of the seventh. He was a great addition. I hope you guys... Everyone listening enjoyed getting to hear from him. One of the Renegades All-Stars, center fielder and mainstay in the leadoff spot in the lineup. The one-two pitch was fouled off. So now it's one and two on Fisher. He's walked, scored a run, also reached on a fielder's choice and walked. So he's been on base all three times. Now played appearance number four. He's behind one and two. Back into the batter's box now. Nolf looking to put him away into the lineup. And the one-two pitch is off the outside part of the plate now. Two and two. After the miss, it's now two and two. Back into the box now is is Fisher. He's reached all three times without a hit. Nolf into the line, the kick, and the two-two is. They're going to say he went around. That's a strikeout. And Renegades pitching continues to strike out crush hitters. That's seven straight outs via strikeout. And the Renegades pitchers have it working. Actually, eight straight outs via strikeout as Lovich had his last via a K. It's actually even more than that. Give me a second. It's too much strikeouts for me to count. This is madness, ladies and gentlemen. So, dating back to the last three pitchers, Lovich, Wagner, and now Nolf. The last ten outs put down by the Renegades have been via the K. And now 0-1 on a swing and a miss to Tarbet. He, so far in the night, is 1-3, for three, a single and two punchouts. So, Renegades pitching up to 14 strikeouts in seven and a third innings. That is... Just electric stuff. This one snaps in there. It's now 0-2. Can Ian Nolf continue the streak? That would be insane, the rate that the Renegades are striking out batters at. Three walks mixed in between that streak. But, yeah, they have struck out 10 in a row of strikeouts. So 0-2 now. Tar Tarbit back into the box. Into the lineup is Nolf. Here's his delivery. It is swung on and missed. Strike three. And the Renegades will throw it around the horn. Back-to-back punch-out swinging. And Nolf has got the first two set down on strikes here in the eighth. I said when he came in, it would be hard to match what Wagner did, but he sure as heck is trying to do that as he struck out the first two he's faced. And will now face number 10 hitter in Ryan Shoulders with nobody on and two out in the top of the eighth. The Renegades lead 9-7. to seven. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you exclusive Renegades coverage from the Doc Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Hope you've enjoyed this Renegades game as they've had excellent pitching as of late to go with nine runs put up on offense. Knoll's first pitch has swung on and missed. Oh, and one now to shoulders. Knoll struck out Fisher, Tarbit, and now ahead. Oh, and one to shoulders, who has popped out, grounded out, and struck out swinging. Knoll, who has played first and second tonight. This one is going to miss low now. One and one. Actually, just second tonight for Knoll. We've seen him play first all the most of the season when he's been in the field. Back on the bump now. Shoulders back into the box. Righty-righty matchup. Into the line, and here comes the 1-1 pitch. It is low, but did he go around? They're going to say he did not. It is 2-1. 
Shoulder tried, started to take the bat off his shoulder, but did not go. Nolf got the sign from Herschler, who sets down and away. The pitch is swung on and missed. It's now two and two. And I am slowly running out of ways to say strikeout swing. Hopefully, though, Nolf can do it here to end the at-bat against shoulders. He's got nobody on and two outs, 9-7 ball game, and a 2-2 count coming. Nolf is going to kick the left leg. The pitch is swung on, grounded out to second base. Hopkins just into the ball game. The throw to first is in time, and that's out number three. And Ian Nolf can jog off the mound after a three up three down inning to send us to the bottom of the eighth. And the Renegades pitching has got it going on. So we'll head to the next half of the inning. Renegades lead this one 9-7. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. First pitch to Joe Herschler is in there and call strikes now 0-1 to the Renegades catcher. Josh Buxton out for his second inning of work. He'll face 7-8-9 in the Renegades batting order. As Herschler swings and misses, it's now 0-2 on the Renegades catcher. Hopefully this is the last trip to the plate for the Renegades, though it means they close things out in the top of the ninth inning. They lead this one 9-7 on the Show Me Sports Network. This exhibition game taking place on this Saturday night before the All-Star game tomorrow. Renegades will send a whole lot of representatives there as this one bounces in. It's 1-2. Herschler is only 1-4, for four, but he's reached three times and has two RBIs, so productive night for him. Renegades pitching so far through eight innings has 15 strikeouts. 
They have been dominant despite giving up the seven runs. Not all of them even earned. But this one is swung on a miss to Herschel. Speaking of strikeouts, so he's out number one here in the bottom of the eighth inning. That is the second K recorded by Buxton. Just came into the ballgame last inning. And now I'll face Levi Mislowski, the first and third baseman tonight with nobody on and one out. So Mislowski steps in. He is... Reached once tonight, he's 0 for 3 with two strikeouts and a flyout, but did walk his last time up. First pitch is swung on him, so the nasty breaking ball there by Buxton is into the glove of Weatherly. It's now 0-1-1. Nolfel came in to pitch, last inning waits on deck, would assume with how efficient he was, we'll probably see him try and close out this game in the ninth. As Lossky back in, here comes the 0-1. It is going to be outside for a ball. Now 1-1. One Renegades have not scored a run since the fifth inning when they put up three. They've been planked, but thankfully their pitching has matched the crush pitching stride for stride. It's been a tale of basically two different games. The first five innings saw us 9-7, to seven, and now the last three, no run score. This one swung on a miss. It's now 1-2 and two on Maslowski. He's looking to avoid the hat trick would be his third strikeout of the game if he goes down via the K here. Maslowski back at first base after a couple innings at third. He's into the box. Now it's a 1-2 pitch coming from Buxton. Swung on and missed that strike three and the second straight strikeout recorded by Buxton. I think he was getting jealous of those Renegades pitchers and said, I want some of my own as he's got two Ks here in the eighth and now will face Ian Nolf with nobody on and two outs. So Renegades, you sit at 13-16. and 16. We'll be heading to the top of the ninth inning with at least a two-run lead. Maybe more if Ian Nolf has something to say about it. Bucks in just the third pitch of the Crush have used. Meanwhile, the Renegades have used five. Nolf is going to watch the first pitch be upstairs for a ball, 1-0. Cole Wagner, center fielder and relief pitcher, waits on deck. The leadoff hitter, this is number nine spot in Nolf. 1-0 pitch coming to him, snaps in, and that's a strike now, 1-1. One one. Nolf so far struck out, a hit by a pitch, walked and scored, and then a strikeout. So officially he's 0-2 with two Ks, but did reach the other two times and scored a run. He's in a 1-1 one -one count now. Buxton into the lineup, puts the glove over the head, and now comes home. This one hit on the ground out to Falcone on a couple hops. He's up with it to throw to first, a missile in time, and that's a ground out to end the inning, and the Renegades go 3-up, three 3-down. Three so they need just three more outs, the Renegades do, and we'll see if they can get it. We're going to head to the top of the ninth inning on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades lead this one 9-7. to seven. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Headed to the top of the ninth inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Doc and Norm, the official transportation provider of the Renegades. And now Ian Nolf, who made the last out of the bottom of the eighth, takes the mound to try and close things out in the ninth. He'll face one, two, three in the order. He'll get it started with Isaac Miller, who shows bunt and then pulls back this one upstairs now, one and oh, on the left fielder for the crush. Renegades lead this one nine to seven. They have led since they jumped out in front with three runs scored in the fifth. All zeros for both sides since. And now Nolf into the lineup. The one oh is outside now, two and oh. Nolf in his first inning of work in the eighth went strikeout, strikeout, ground out. He was efficient and contributed to the Renegades pitching that has racked up 15 Ks through eight innings. We'll see if Nolf can not only add a few more, but finish out this game in a two-run lead would get the save. This one upstairs now 3-0 and and in danger of walking Miller and bringing the tying run to the plate. Last time the Crush had the tying run to the plate is when they actually had Brock Wenlet who walked and got on base in the seventh. So they had the tying run on first, but then... Cole Wagner struck out Falcone to end that inning. 3-0 pitch coming. This one in there a strike. It's now 3-1. If this holds, I believe Jackson Lovich would be in line for the win. 3-1 pitch now coming to Isaac Miller. It is grounded out to second base. Hopkins has got it on a couple hops. His throw to first, a perfect one. And just a time to get the hustling Miller. That's a ground out for out number one. And the Renegades now two outs away. So if the Renegades can hold on to this one, Lovich would get the win, Nolf would get the save. And the Renegades would take this exhibition matchup over the Queen City Crush. Lovich, excuse me, not Lovich, was thinking of Lovich because I was just talking about him, but it's Nolf who goes into the wind and misses for a ball now 1-0. Lumley steps in. He was all over the base pass early in this one. Double, drove in a run and scored in the first. Had an infield single in the second. Then walked and scored in the fourth. He struck out his last time up in the sixth. Pitch to him is in there. A called strike. It's now one and one. And North showing very easy ability to come back into the strike zone. Even after falling behind in a couple of counts so far this inning. Got Isaac Miller to ground out. That's where we stand. Nobody on and one out in the top of the ninth. Renegades up 9-7. 
This one hit off the end of the bat to Mislowski. It's going to get over his head and down the right field line into field ter fair territory. Lumley is going to turn it ahead to second. The throw on its way, but in standing with a double down the right field line, about as soft as you can hit it for Lumley, and he's now in scoring position. Tying run will come to the plate. And it was off the end of the bat, but just enough to get over the head of the first baseman, Mislowski, and down the right field line in fair territory, and then took a generous kick, and Lumley was well on his way to second base. That's his second double of the night. And the first hit for the crush since way back in the fourth inning. It was honestly probably like a check swing type of attempt at that, at that ball by Lumley. He didn't even follow through and just got enough of it to basically drop it over the head of everyone down the right field line. Not a whole lot. Nolf can do there. Not a, hot, not a hard hit ball at all, but now he's got to face Alec Bolt as the tying run with one on and one out here in the top of the ninth inning. So Alec Bolt in, he has struck out twice, walked and been hit by a pitch. First pitch to him, bends out of the zone. It's now 1-0. Lumley stands at second. He's been on base four times. His run does not matter, though. Nolf much more concerned with the man of the plate and Alec Bolt. Renegades lead this one 9-7. Nolf straightens up, checks the runner at second base, and here's the 1-0. It is swung on and misses out in front of that one. Was Bolt, and it's now 1-1. One one. Bolt struck out the first two times and has been in two strike counts since in both of the at-bats and stared down the hat trick and said no thank you and ended up reaching on a hit-by-pitch and a walk. So let's see if Nolf can be the one to deliver it to him and get him strikeout number three. He's got to fire two more in, though. It's currently a 1-1 count. Nolf checks the runner and now will fire the 1-1. It is off the outside part of the plate. It's now 2-1. Nathan Weatherly, who's also been on a couple times, waits on deck. It would be the go-ahead run if he steps up to the plate if Bolt is able to reach. Nolf a long look into Hersler, now straightens up and sets at the belt. Hersler's going to set low and away. This pitch is hit foul out of play off to the right side, and now we're even at two balls and two strikes. Nolf has got two strikeouts in his inning and a third of work so far in relief, the fifth Renegades pitcher. It's got Ironman, Fisher, Lovich, Wagner, and now Nolf. Wagner in line for the win, and Nolf the save if he can get it. No Renegades pitcher has gone more than two innings but they have all been pretty efficient. 2-2 pitch now coming. It is upstairs. Didn't miss by much, but it's now going to run it full, and a big pitch now coming to this ballgame. Could mean the difference between out number two and putting the tying run on base for the Crush, who have not scored since way back in the fourth inning. Last four trips to the plate for them have been zeros. Nolf looking to make it a fifth time. Big pitch, here's the 3-2 coming. It is line to left. That is going to get in the gap for extra bases. Left fielder Odd is after it, rounding third and coming in to score is Lumley, making a turn at first, but then heading back is Bolt. He's got an RBI single, and we now have a one-run ball game here in the ninth inning, 9-8 our score. Credit Bolt with the RBI as he hit that ball on the nose to left and coming in to score easily from second base is Lumley. So his double, his bloop double, comebacks hurts, comes back to hurt the Renegades. It's now a 9-8 ball game. And they tying run at Bolt on at first base. And the winning run in Weatherly stepping to the plate. Or not the winning run, the go-ahead run. Renegades would have a chance to bat if this game is tied or taking the lead. So stepping in now, Weatherly, he's doubled, struck out, walked, and then struck out again. Double play here could end it if Nolf can dial one up on the ground. First pitch, curveball in there, a call strike. It's now 0-1. Crowd trying to will Nolf to these final two outs. He got the first here to start the inning and then has since gone double single and one run scoring 
in the form of Lumley. He's now scored three times tonight, three out of the eight that Queen City has put up there on the scoreboard. It's now off of first base is Bolts. Not a good lead. 0-1 pitch is fouled off in and out of the glove of Herschel. It's now 0-2. Meant to say not a big lead for Bolt. He is held on by Meslowski. So don't see, especially as a tying run, don't see a chance that they put him in motion. If they really wanted to, you would think they would have gone to a pinch runner. So he's at first. Nolf looking for either his third strikeout or just any out here and retire a second of the inning. Even better, put her on the ground, rolling up to finish this ball game. Nolf now sets, running off of first. The 0-2 is low and outside. It's now one ball, two strike. Nolf has had at least a strike on every batter this inning. He's had two strikes on each of the last two, but hasn't been able to put them away. And now looking to get Weatherly here. One ball, two strikes, one run already in for the crush. They still trail this one, nine to eight. And runner on first base. Here's Nolf's delivery. The one-two pitch is fouled straight back, and we will do it again. Just enough contact there by Weatherly to keep it alive. Just joining us this game. It's been back and forth. Renegade trailed at 1.5 to 1 before scoring three in the third and then two more in the fifth. That made it a one-run ball game. Then three in the fifth. Excuse me, the two came in the fourth. Three in the fifth gave them the lead 9-7 at the time. It's now 9-8. One-two pitch once again coming from Noel. Swung on and missed. Strike three. And a big out number two as down on strikes goes Weatherly. And that's the big second out here in the ninth inning. Noel's third strikeout in his inning at two-thirds. He's now an out away from nailing down this victory and getting a two-inning save. So Miller retired and Weatherly retired. Now Nolf just trying to get Trey McHolland, who started this game on the mound for the crush, and now looks to be the last gasp effort, tying run at first base, two outs for the crush. Nolf long look into his catcher, Hersler. Still have him as Lusky hold the runner, Lumley. Excuse me, not Lumley, Bolt on at first base. Lumley's already scored. This one hit foul off to the right side. Will it stay playable? Maslowski after it near the dugout. He is going to make the catch, and that's the ball game up against the dugout. The catch is secured, and the Renegades win it. 9-8, the final score. And the Renegades have won back-to-back -back games at home and will celebrate out on the mound as everyone emerges from the dugout. Mulholland retired on the pop-out to end the ball game, and Ian Nolf nails down the save going the final two innings and securing the victory. So don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break and then wrap this one up on the Show Me Sports Network. 9-8, your final score. Renegades win it. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions Post game on the Show Me Sports Network, a happy one as the Renegades take this one by a final score of 9-8 and what was an all-around fun night at the ballpark. And the Renegades end up nailing this one down, a one-run victory. Now fun here for the fans in attendance, running the bases, out the players out on the field, autographs, and the crushed players and coaches along with the Renegades players and coaches all hanging out on the field. Looks to be some fun friends out there getting together to talk about what just happened and a good time out at the ballpark as the Renegades take this one 9-8. They were great all night long and I think we're going to have someone joining us here in just a second. Renegades give us just one second as we get ready to go here for the postgame interview. I'll let you know who that is in just a moment as joining us here to talk about the win is center fielder and relief pitcher Cole Wagner. Cole, how are you feeling right now? Uh, feeling good. Uh, first uh, college appearance on the mound. Uh, wasn't what I really expected, but uh, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't know you had that in you. Come in and pitch two innings and strike out six. I mean, especially that first inning, a couple of the strikeouts, it looked like after yeah, you finished off the strike three. You just kind of stood there for a second admiring what you did, what you had just done. How did that feel? Uh, it felt great. Just We had a great community out tonight just supporting, and uh, it felt great to be able to perform uh, to that type of level in front of them. So Cole Wagner joining us. Not only got the start in center field and the leadoff spot, goes two innings, strikes out six, and does not allow a run. So how how is it for you to go from center fielder and hitter then to pitch and then back into the field. Was that was that kind of a fun experience? Because like you said, first collegiate pitching appearance, so something new for you, obviously. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I was just having fun up there. I mean, yeah. it's summer ball. Like, I'm still taking it serious, but at the same time, it's fun just be able to mound and be able to compete like that in both sides of the field. Well, after your walk in the first inning, you're up to 22 walks on the season. It seems like you have a great eye at the plate. Are you kind of locked in right now up there? Yeah, it feels like I'm seeing the ball really well, and... Uh, I uh, had a good eye at, at Rockers too. Uh, had a ton of walks there too, and uh, just carrying it over here, and hopefully keep going. So we had Adonis on in the seventh inning, and exhibition game still very important, but doesn't count in the record book. So Adonis said it felt like that you guys were playing pretty loose, and that was showing in how you were pitching and scoring guys. Did you feel like you guys were kind of loose out there today? Yeah, it felt like we had a lot more uh, team chemistry going out there, and just having fun and enjoying baseball, which is. Something we haven't done at all times this year, but it felt like we came together as a team today and just had fun. So as we've moved further and further into the season now, about a week or so into July, can you guys kind of feel that you're really coming together as a team? Talk about the chemistry a little bit for you guys. Oh, for sure. Like, we're backing up each other on the plays, and we're we're bailing, and we're getting hits strung together now finally. Uh, at the beginning of the season, it was just one guy would hit, and then the next three would, wouldn't do anything after. But now we're starting to string those hits together and produce more runs. 
So now you're going to take a couple of days off, the All-Star game tomorrow, and then a couple of days off after that. So as you guys near into this final point into the season, a pretty big stretch of games coming up as you're right in the thick of things in the division. Do you guys kind of pay attention to that, or you're just keeping your head down and going to go play ball and not worry about the rest of the stuff? Uh, I don't think we really pay attention to it all this year, and I think that's kind of helped in this later part of the year. We're just having fun and going out, playing some ball, and trying to win some games. So Cole Wagner joining us here on the postgame. Renegades win this one 9-8. to eight. Cole Wagner also came in to pitch two innings, struck out six batters. So I feel like it was kind of two different games tonight. Early on, it was just runs after runs, and then the middle innings, it was pitching setting in. Did you guys kind of feel, once it got towards the mid-innings, that at least on the mound, you guys were really picking things up? Yeah, a uh, lot of confidence on the mound with any guy we go out there with. We got their backs, they got our backs, so we just play defense behind them and let them do their thing on the mound. All right, one last thing before I let you go and celebrate out there on the field with everyone. You played a couple different spots in the outfield, left, center, and right. Um, what's what's kind of the approach like for you when you see your name in the different spots out there in the outfield? Does it change based on where you're at, or are you just ready to go make plays wherever? Uh, no, for sure. It definitely changes because uh, whenever I see the, my name in the in the lineup before the game and I'm taking BP and everything, whenever I'm out in the field, i gotta see the uh, I got to see the tail and everything and just adjust to whatever position I'm at. All right. Well, before I let you go real quick, congratulations once again on the win and the pitching performance tonight. Anything you got for us before just ready to go celebrate out there on the field? Uh, just Renegades country. Let's ride. Oh, Adonis told me about that earlier. <laughs> I love that. All right. Cole Wagner joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for joining us on the postgame show. Really appreciate it. Go enjoy, celebrate with your teammates. I'm going to wrap up the last few things here at the ballpark before we let you go. Enjoy the All-Star game tomorrow. You can tune into that. I would check the Mink League account socials. You can find them on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, anyone who is interested in watching any of the Renegades players, if you're not making the trip to Clorinda, make sure to check out the social media accounts because we will not have it, but I highly encourage you to go check it out. Um, I know at the very least there is plan for some coverage. I don't know whether it's video or just audio, but for anyone who wants to watch, I encourage you to look forward to that. Game is supposed to start at 7, so check it out during the day, the social media accounts to where you can catch the action of that one. Once again, Renegades win this one 9-8. The final score, Jackson Lovich, who came in and pitched two innings and relief, struck out three, allowed two runs, gets the win, and then Ian Nolfo pitched the final two innings, struck out three, allowed just the one, and he gets the save as the Renegades struck out 16 batters tonight. Kind of insane. They struck out 16 of the 27 strikeout stuff was working back-to-back nights where they punched out double digits. Taking the loss for the Queen City Crush, Wyatt Kepler, he went three innings, gave up the four earned runs, and he takes the loss. And they put a whole lot of fun. It doesn't go into the record books. doesn't go into the stat sheets. So just a whole lot of fun to take out of it, like you heard from Adonis and Cole Wagner. Both of them so gracious to join us. Talked about playing loose today and just having fun out there. I want to highlight a couple guys. As I look at my scorecard, it just seems like everyone is involved in the offense. Cole Wagner, obviously, at the leadoff spot. Reached base twice. Scored the run. Obviously, you know what we did on the mound. Andrew Imgarn reached four times and scored three runs. Ross Lovich reached base three times. Drove in a run. He was great in the three spot. Carter Gorling had three hits and two RBIs. Those are just to name a few. That's two, three, four in the lineup. Those guys were getting it done tonight for the Renegades as they put up nine runs on nine hits. Meanwhile, the visiting Queen City Crush put up eight runs on eight hits and take this one on a throw. It was a fun night at the ballpark. We had a whole lot of people out here still celebrating out on the field with it being family week. and looked like pretty much everyone is joined by family or siblings of some point celebrating on the third base side. It's run the bases and autographs as it is on every weekend game here at Vivian Field. Only got a couple home games left. Let's look ahead before I leave you for tonight. Renegades after tonight only have four more home games. It's Chillicothe on Thursday the 14th. Then in the final week they play Nevada on Monday the 18th. 
Drop one on Thursday the 21st and then drop one again on Friday the 22nd. So if you have not made it out to Vivian Field, highly encourage you to do that. You've got four opportunities left, not including the playoffs, to get to do that. So make sure to come on out and join us for a fun night at the ballpark. But that's going to be it for me tonight from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. It's been an absolute blast. I'll be back with you on Monday, and then Blake and I will be together in Nevada next Wednesday. But I hope you enjoyed this presentation of Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. They win at 9-8. Take care, everybody. Enjoy your Saturday night. I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the Show Me Sports Network. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Mm-hmm.